Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. I'm Chance Ellison. I'm Russell Howe. And this is Notorious by Chance, where we can show we come and talk all things movies and sometimes television. Uh, but, I mean, we have a lot to talk about with television today because, guys, Disney Plus launched. It is here. And, you know, I think that what we were supposed to do is next last week, but, you know, uh, we got some things that got in the way of it. But I think this kind of goes to our benefit because now we have had an adequate amount of time to really, like, dig into this app and kind of, you know, see what it's about, see what's going on. I think it kind of go. I think kind of worked in our favor, didn't it? Yeah, no, I think it did. Um, and I just love the whole Disney Plus with the whole nostalgic vibe too. I seen a lot of shows in there that I really wasn't uh, anticipating Disney Plus to have, and I was really glad. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, <laughs> also, so uh, what we have here is uh, this week we decided to review some some Disney Channel movies or a Disney Channel, not some of them. <laughs> And you guys decided for some reason, actually not for some reason, I understand why after watching the movie, you guys decided to give us Lemonade Mouth. Which I watched on Disney+. Plus. Oh, there you have it. <laughs> uh, yeah, which we, actually, which we, which we both watched on Disney+. Plus. That's like one of the first things I watched launch day. But either way, uh, regardless, uh, we have, of course, our usual segments. But I don't know. Well, Russell, you haven't started watching Game of Thrones, have you? No, uh, PJ's really hammered in, and I see he's on season three. He's yeah, already PJ. Uh, PJ's so, moving quick on that. He ain't messing around. He is not. Uh, so, but either way, so you have not watched any more Game of Thrones. Have you watched any? Actually, we'll, we'll save all the Disney Plus talk for our, our Disney Plus segment of the show. Right now, we have our usual segments. First of which is trailer talk. First one is actually it's not a trailer that came out recently, but this is actually one that. It's been out for a while, but somehow slipped slipped through the cracks for us. But I'm I want to talk about it because I think it looks really great, and that that is the trailer for Dark Water. So, uh, Dark Water is a movie about Mark. He stars Mark Ruffalo. He plays what public defender. Yeah, I think he's a P. Yeah, public defender. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he plays a, a public defender, where uh, you know he's living in this town. He's seeing that maybe. Maybe this company is knowingly poisoning this town. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Mark Ruffalo, co-star Anne Hathaway, Tim Robbins, uh, Bill Pullman, who I didn't see in the trailer. But uh, yeah, Russell, this trailer like, you actually brought to my attention because did you see it like a, a movie one day? I saw a movie, yeah, and I happened to see Dark Waters, and I was like, uh, this is, like, it looked really good. Um, you get, like, a really good, serious, you know, acting performance from Ruffalo, who really delivers its solid types of performances. And I think it's one of those ones, like, almost like a whistleblower-type film. Um, we've seen that with kind of, like, Aaron Brockovich and, like, other films like that where, you know, they expose, like, the corrupt under, you know, see what's... Pretty much they uh, expose, like uh, like, big companies... And this is kind of one of those types of films. I kind of got the Aaron Brockovich type vibe with it. Um, it looks good, though. I, I'm really on board with this. I think that this this looks really, uh, really, uh, really good. No, yeah, I agree. I think that this this movie <coughs> looks like it could be like another. It looks like one of those like underrated dramatic powerhouse because no one's really talking about this movie. It's not getting any buzz. It's not getting any. It's not getting like any like you know Oscar talk, which is strange because the reviews are actually really good, sitting like 92 on RT right now. But either way. I'm really excited to see it. I know you are, and it is set for yeah. a. I think I think it's right around the corner, probably early November. Yeah, November twenty second, twenty nineteen. So prime Oscar date. We'll see. We'll see how that pans out for him. Uh, but now to our onto our actual trailer talk, which we have a very, very interesting lineup right here. First of all, let's uh, let's talk about the, <laughs> I guess the odd one of the group. Let's talk about Fantasy Island. 
So Fantasy Island is a movie. It's a horror film based on uh, the classic TV show of the same name, yeah, Fantasy Island. And uh, it stars Lucy Hale, who you may recognize from Blumhouse Truth or Dare, which this is Blumhouse again. Uh, Michael Pena, someone who I, I'm like, is that Natalie Emanuel? Turns out it is. Uh, and yeah, there's as a darker, uh, more horror-esque adaptation of the, of the classic TV show. So, Russell, how familiar are you with, are you with the Fantasy Island show? Uh, not not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. No, I, I never I never watched it. Yeah, you know, I remember looking at this. I'm just like, I'm like, this is this is a weird take. But honestly, like if you like go back and watch the original show, that was kind yeah. of the, that was kind of the premise. Like it, it always had kind of like dark, sinister edge to it. That. Yeah, it, it it had that edge that kind of made it a little more there's like there's, there's more darkness beneath the surface than they let on because the whole thing was I mean it's the premise of the movie they bring these people to this island enact their fantasies but usually these fantasies of course they didn't they didn't they didn't go the way they planned or the way they thought yeah. they were going to go and it looks like this whole movie is kind of playing off of that so what did you th- what did you think of this this trailer the trailer to me it was like a fantasy island ask meets hostel uh, it's pretty much how I got it, just because of the fact that you know they're reenacting their fantasies, kind of how you're saying. Um, and with this movie, that we see that they actually have to, you know, they have to go through with it. They have to go through with, you know, their um, they ever want to get off the island. So there's there's going to be that crossroads that the characters are going to have to uh, face in the film. I thought it looked okay. Um, I mean, I wasn't expecting much from it. I mean, it was one of those ones, and, and this is a really different role for Mike, Michael Pena. Um, Something that you don't typically see him in like this, you know what I mean? Uh, he's more in the comedic, you know, uh, roles of late. But this is something a little bit different. The, the film looks okay. It's gonna make Blumhouse money. It doesn't look like they have a whole lot of money in it, and that's that's how they do it. That's you know their how, uh, recipe for uh, you know success. How bad, you know how bad a Blumhouse will have to fail for it to not make them money. No, this will make money on the opening weekend. At least make fifteen, fifteen. Probably. I would say fifteen to twenty. If I mean, if it makes like seven, they're fine. <laughs> Oh, I mean, yeah, any money's profit. It doesn't really matter because they have so little wrapped up in these films, and that's why, you know, Blumhouse is such a big uh, big studio now. Yeah, but uh, regardless, I think this movie looks I think this movie looks really interesting. I think it's, uh, if you're going to make a Fantasy Island movie, I think this is the way to do it. We have no sights on uh, er- on Hervé's character, the, the little guy. They're playing, they're playing, like that dude. I, I, yeah. don't, I don't know why I'm blanking on his name, but he, we have no sight to him in this movie. Maybe he's not in it, but who knows? Maybe that's post credit scene. You know, him him rising from the ashes. Yeah. I love it. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Fantasy Island is set for, I believe it's set for a early 2020 release. I'm not yeah, I think it was early. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it is, I'm just going to double check this. Yeah, Valentine's February 14th, Day. February 14th, 2020. A date which we will actually talk, be talking about later, <laughs> later in the show. So, uh, yeah, you know, there's, there's your Valentine's gift, ladies. Uh, moving on to the next show we're talking about, we have some ones based, some movies based on cartoons, Russell, our favorites. First of which, we have the latest trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog. Now, uh, well, I remember when we saw the first trailer, you and I weren't too keen on it. No, it, it looked, uh, it was trash. Like, that was, that was maybe the worst trailer we've ever reviewed on this show. Easily. It's one of the ones that really stick in there when you think of bad trailers. That absolutely has to take the number one spot. But uh, and we and we weren't the only one that thought that there was a public outcry, mainly regarding the way that Sonic looked. People did not like his his design. 
yeah, they were really against it. And there was like a huge outlash on social media. I remember that was the big thing on Facebook and Twitter the day that that, re- that first trailer was released for Sonic the Hedgehog. And uh, yeah, so much, yeah, but the studios, so you know much what? so the that they took, took, took it and they listened. Yeah, uh, so much so that they decided to completely just pull it from really pull it from its release date and just take the time and redesign Sonic. So, uh, first of all, I will say. I think this this move worked out for the better for them because now he looks like Sonic now. He doesn't. Yeah, look, he doesn't look like a wet like a wet gerbil or whatever the hell he was he they were trying to go he, for. He doesn't, the other like, one. he doesn't look like whatever the kid was turning into in Jumanji. Yes. Uh, so yeah, there, so it has that going for it. Um, also, uh, yeah, I, I think look if you want to talk about improvements from first trailer to second, this is a huge. Huge improvements, at least I think. Oh yeah, this is this is absolutely this is night and day difference. Um, it looks more cleaner. I mean, it also even looks more family friendly. Whereas the first one even had like shades of like it was like almost horror esque. You know what I mean? With just how like how Sonic looked, but now it's like cleaned up and they really edited the trailer accordingly. Uh, I wonder how much they're gonna have. Like wrapped up in all the, you know, with well, all this. Yeah, about, it's all said and done. I, I, was to, I was about to bring that up because I can't, I can't, I can't confirm this, but I've heard and I've seen that allegedly uh, Paramount sunk in a whopping thirty-five million dollars into the redesign and reanimation of Sonic. Man, so they're already behind the eight ball already. So yeah, that that drives up this the movie's budget to an astounding hundred and twenty million dollars. The movie's never going to make that. Probably not. Um, no. But I will say, I mean, this does look... Look, Sonic fans, y'all better turn up. Because uh, for this studio to go through all this, which they didn't have to do, which, although no. I, I will question, how did they get that far in the process with that design and no one said anything? Yeah, it was nobody, like, familiar with Sonic the Hedgehog, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I, have, I have no idea. Like, you and I would have been sitting there like, oh, my God, this looks nothing like Sonic the Hedgehog at all. Yeah, but hey, so, I, yeah, I will say this, this trailer, they listen. They this trailer listen, does look so. better. It makes the movie look a little more fun. Although, in that regard, I'm not looking forward to it as much as I was before because it looks so awful. <laughs> it no, that's what we, remember, we were talking about. We, we were actually going to break... Uh, break our uh, you know our streak of we were actually going to do the new release as a podcast yeah which we which we never do uh, yeah which we never do but i think that would have been great to do that because it looked bad and i was really hoping that it was going to stay like that yeah I'm, I'm kind of not looking forward to it as much because it doesn't look as bad but i mean on the plus side it does look better so so and, there's that and i think and i think this movie is going to make some of it uh Across the seas, I think you know, internationally, I think I wouldn't be surprised. I could, I, like, I could see China going crazy for this shit. China and Japan, I could see absolutely going in <laughs> for it. So I'm thinking it, it but I, I don't know domestically. This movie's never going to touch 100 million. Probably, I, I don't even see that. Um, it will be lucky if it maybe hits 50. Yeah. I would say in its theatrical run. Yeah, but you know, but stranger, stranger things, stranger things have happened. So this uh, is true. Yeah, we'll see about that and. Uh, this movie is also set for a February 14th, 2020 release. Valentine's Day is stacked this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, next trailer we're talking about. This is the trailer for, uh, speaking, speaking of movies based on cartoons, we have the first trailer for Scoob. This is a brand new, the first full-length, fully animated, theatrically released Scooby-Doo film. That's a whole lot of words to just say 
If you have a Scooby-Doo cartoon in theaters, go watch this shit. Uh, <laughs> but I do think this is the right time to release. Actually, this, is, this year would have been the right time to release the movie because this year, I don't know if you knew this, Russell, this is the this year is the 60th anniversary of the Scooby-Doo property. Huh. That, that would have been a really good uh, good time to do that. Yeah, but I mean, we have a first trailer, but that's something. But uh, we have our first trailer. This This is, like we said, fully animated uh, Scooby-Doo film, but we also, this is not just Scooby-Doo, Russell. Oh, no, 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 no. This is going to bring together all kinds of Hanna-Barbera properties. Like we got your Blue Falcons. We got your Captain Caveman. We got your Wacky Races. Russell's looking at us like, what the fuck is all this? Yeah, I'm just like, okay. Sure. Yeah, uh, this, this, this is going to bring in a bunch of Han- different Hanna-Barbera characters, but regardless, uh, what do you think of the trailer for, Scooby-Doo, for Scoob, and how, how attached are you to the Scooby-Doo property? I I have watched the Scooby Doo cartoons like obviously in the in the past. It's funny you mention that because I literally just I put on uh, for L. I watched um, Scooby Doo and Kiss. It was oh, on I TV. Re- I forgot <laughs> about that one. That was fun. I was it was bad, but it was fun. Um, but yeah, I used to watch it when I was younger. Um, I've I've seen the first movie in, at the theaters. Um, but yeah, I I just remember watching the cartoons. They were always on the Cartoon Network like real early in the morning when I was before I was going to school. So I'd always watch a little bit of that. So I think it has that nostalgic factor in that. But I, I liked the trailer. I thought it was it was good enough. You know, the, the animation for this gave me like serious serious vibes. Remember remember the Peanuts movie? Yeah, just like the Peanuts movie. Yeah, nice and clean like that. Yeah, clean's got it's got a nice style to it. I do. You can even say the Grinch. I would even say the Grinch because the Grinch kind of has that same clean uh, yeah. Uh, animation. To yeah, it but too. it's not. It's not as like it. It, it has that clean animation, but which is funny considering <laughs> it's it's Illumination. Yeah. They notoriously don't spend a lot of money, but this has like I think it has a more. I think it has a different feel to it. Also, <laughs> for sure, I do find it funny because one of the first things we get we get a little uh, you know pup named Scooby Doo action. Which, if you haven't seen that show, not not the best Scooby Doo show, but definitely had the best theme song. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> uh, it's funny because like there's a scene where you know Shaggy he finds the dog and the cops because I'm assuming he's just had nothing better to do. Uh, he's just like, uh, you know, he he comes in and just like, does he have a name? Yeah, and he looks at a box. Which apparently, I mean, we now have the question: What came first, the Scooby or the Scooby Snacks? It's the Scooby Snacks. <laughs> Which yeah. I thank God he was holding those because <laughs> Lord knows what his name would have been. Lord knows if he had a box of ho hos, where we would where we'd be right now. Seriously, <laughs> he's lucky he was eating Scooby snacks. <laughs> Man, oh, what's his name? Twinkie. <laughs> yeah, hostess. Hostess what? Hostess. Twinkie. Ding oh. dong. Ding, Ding dong. Ho ho. Uh, <laughs> Sno- Snowball. That doesn't make it. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, but yeah, this features a stacked cast, including once again Frank Welker, who's been voicing Scooby Doo for decades now. Uh, Will Forte yeah. playing Shaggy, who it's gonna take some time to get used to his Shaggy, just because. I don't. I like uh, Lillard. Yeah. I think Lillard's Shaggy is, is really good. Yeah, I I love Matthew Lillard as Shaggy. I think that I think he is like the gold standard for Shaggy. I, I love Casey Kasem, but Lillard. Oh, Casey Kasem, legend. Yeah, Casey Kasem's a legend, but Lillard, man, Lillard was born to play Shaggy. <laughs> But isn't it crazy that Casey Kasem was the radio VJ and he has such like the smoothest voice? Yeah, and then he and then he and then he was also the voice of Shaggy, which is it, it was crazy to think how yeah. much talent that guy had. But yeah, was he Shaggy? And, wasn't he uh, Scrappy too? Wasn't he? Was he Scrappy? He might have been. I can't remember. I think he was. I think he was Scrappy. Well, he might have. We, either way, we 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 don't talk about Scrappy. Um, no. 
<laughs> but either way, so yeah, we have a Wolf Forte versus Shaggy Roger. But like I said, it's gonna take me some time to get used to. Uh, just because I'm, sure. uh, I'm used to Lillard. Because I'm used to Lillard and, K- and Kasem. Uh, we have Gina Rodriguez as Velma, which I think is a great casting. You have Amanda Seyfried as Daphne. Uh, Zach, like Zach Efron as Fred. But you also have some characters which we didn't see. The villain in this movie is going to be Dick Dashley. The spaceship at the beginning of the trailer, that is, it looks a lot like cause Dick Dashley's a character from Wacky Racers. That looks very similar to Dick Dashley's car. Okay. So, so yeah, so he's going to be the main villain of all this. He's going to be voiced by Jason Isaacs, uh, Lucius Malfoy himself. We also have, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the the spaceship that they brought into belongs to Blue Falcon, which is another Hanna Barbera character. He's going to be voiced by Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> that's okay. going to that's going to be interesting. Jeez, uh, his, his sidekick uh, Dynamo will be, voiced, will be voiced by Ken Jeong. Uh, and we also have Captain Caveman, voiced by Tracy Morgan. I feel like they're going to be adding. I feel like there's, there's more characters than we're being told. Than we're being told about because there's, they have such a, Panabera such a such a wide variety. Uh, with all Are we going to have an extra credit scene with like the Flintstones, maybe Flintstones, Jetsons, or, or Jetsons? Yeah. Uh, who knows? But either way, I think this movie looks good. I love Scooby Doo. I I'm really interested in what this movie's gonna what this movie's gonna turn out to be, and we will find out on May fifteenth, twenty. And before I forget, I think we need some talk about the creative team behind this film. Because, okay, the director of Scoob right now is a guy named Tony Servone. I mean, not, not a recognizable name, right? Do you know who was supposed no. to co-direct it with him? No, who? Dak Shepard. Huh. Yeah. And also, this is uh, produced by Chris Columbus, who directed the first two Harry Potter films, Home Alone. Uh, really, really solid director. And the uh, screenplay was actually rewritten by one Kelly Freeman Craig. Now, is that, that name doesn't sound familiar. You may recognize her from her last feature, uh, one movie called Edge of Seventeen. Okay. So you have a weird amount of talent behind this. Yeah, which is really crazy because you wouldn't associate that with, like, putting all that talent with uh, Scooby-Doo film. But like we said, uh, May fifteenth, 2020. Uh, next we're talking about once again our last our last in our series of live action movies based on cartoons. And actually, not this, this one is not live action, at least not mostly. Uh, we have a new trailer for SpongeBob, Sponge on the Run. Yeah, we're going with that title. Uh, it's funny because that actually wasn't the original title. It was supposed to be called SpongeBob. It's a Wonderful Sponge. Which I mean, <laughs> based on that title, you can kind of figure out what it was supposed to be about. It's not. I guess it's not about that anymore because oh no. SpongeBob lost his pet snail. Oh boy! Oh boy! Who, who gives a fuck? Um, yeah, uh, I've been I've been on the record saying I'm not a fan of this property or this character or the cartoons. Um. Yeah. The only reason, actually, it, it was Ella that actually was like got me to watch SpongeBob because she started taking the SpongeBob, and I I never did. Again, this was after, you know, I I grew up, so yeah. it was one of those things where I just didn't really gravitate with the character but i mean i watch it i tolerate it for her um it just looks weird that we're going we're shifting away from casual animation and we're making it more like computer it's like, i think it's, it's taken like, it's taken a feel out of it did you ever see the last movie Spon- sponge out of water i did because it was filmed in savannah georgia and oh, uh, really? we we've, we go we fit we go there uh, every uh, every year for vacation, sometimes for yeah. family vacation, and then, yeah. So the, the thing the thing I think is funny about this is the fact that uh, they this is kind of like implementing the animation they did for like half of that movie because you know half of that was yeah actually most of that yeah, was compu- was like regular SpongeBob SpongeBob stuff, but the rest of it was this weird three D 
Antonio ben- fighting Antonio Banderas, the pirate man. Kind yeah. of. It was really it was really weird. <laughs> that that, was, mov- that was, movie scared not, the fuck not, out of not me. Not a good movie. That movie scared not the fuck out of movie. me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, here here we are. We are back to we are now in a fully computer animated film. And uh, Russell, what, as someone who's not a fan like me, who's not a fan, what did you think of this trailer? I just I, I like I said I I kind of wish they would go back to the animation style that you know people grew up watching with SpongeBob. You know what I mean? I think when you switch it up and tweak it out to make it look really, it looks like fake clean. You know what I mean? It just looks so fake. Um, to me, it just takes you out of it. Um, yeah, I haven't been on board with the property. I, it, again, I grew up in a, this, this was like, this ship sailed for me. I was already older and I wasn't watching it. And like I said, Ella's pretty much the only reason why I started watching, ever started watching it because she kind of took to it because she likes animation. But overall, I just, I don't know. I, I just don't like the way that this animation's done. I think it takes away from like how the original is. Yeah, I mean, I take take away from the original all you want. I don't give a shit. But yeah, yeah I mean, this this movie also just looks like weird as hell. First of all, in the first minute, I'm al- I was already taken out because I remember just how how little the logic of this world makes any sense. Because how, like the very first scene, he falls into a puddle and sucks yeah. up all the water. Keep in mind though, they're already underwater. So how does this make any sense? Yeah, because, yeah. Like, they have beat. Sorry, it's just like a flood of things that just about SpongeBob just never made sense to me. Even as a kid, I'm just like, wait, no, no, no. You explain this shit, show. Uh, but <laughs> uh, we also have, we also should talk about the Sage Bush because uh, we have a new character called oh, yeah. the Sage, played by, for some reason, Keanu Reeves. The man, the myth, the, uh, the legend. But I have, yeah, yeah. I am convinced he was not told what movie this was for. No, I think they just said, "Hey, can you just record this quick little segment uh, for us?" And then, surprise, you're going to be in a uh, SpongeBob movie. Yeah, because uh, look, Keanu's can't take a big renaissance. He's having, he has two great franchises under his belt right now. I'm of course talking about John Wick and Toy Story. Uh, why you got, why you got drag Keanu into this? And speaking of other actors being dragged into this, uh, also part of the cast, uh, Aquafina, Reggie Watts, and because I'm assuming they were, they were so impressed by his performance in the Adams Family, Snoop Dogg is going to be in the movie. Oh. Yes. And maybe he'll actually get to use his own voice this time. Here's hoping. Uh, but yeah, I think either both of us are like really put off by this. This is, we're clearly yeah. not the demographic for it because neither of us are really that big of fans of this although i hear the broadway show is good and i hear even from people who don't like the show that it's that it's really good so maybe I'll, maybe i'll check that out but regardless yeah. uh this uh this movie is set for a may 22nd 2020 release so may 2020 looking looking pretty good pretty good uh <laughs> and the last show we're talking about for is the way back so this is an addiction drama directed i'm not directed by Starring Ben Affleck, directed by Gavin O'Connor, who he worked with on The Accountant. Uh, this is about a former basketball star who, you know, kind of, he became an addict, and then he, you know, seek to kind of, he, he seek to kind of cope with that by coaching a high school basketball, his, his high school basketball team. Yeah. So, uh, Russell, what do you think of the trailer for The Way Back? I'm, I'm on board. I think it looks fantastic. Uh, I love Warrior. Um, and I get that shades of like Nick Nolte's type character, like just the alcoholic. Um, Man, Nick Nolte was so like, good. Warrior. Oh yeah, and he was. But I think Affleck's going through uh, the loss of a child. It looks like from the trailer. 
Um, and that's how he's kind of wrestling with like coping is through alcoholism. And, um, yeah, I, I kind of like that. It's kind of like they both need each other. He needs somebody to kind of save him because he's going on a uh, self-destruction path and the team needs him because they aren't winning. They haven't won since he was playing for them back in middle school or high school. So I kind of like this. I like this setup. And I think, you know, Affleck, I think it's it's one of those Oscar Bay type films. I think it's going to it looks really good to me. Yeah, I mean, uh, Gavin. O- I think Gavin O'Connor is a good director. I mean, yeah, like I said, I really, yeah. like, I really like Warrior a lot. I don't blame him for Jane got for Jane got again. I thought The Accountant was pretty underrated. I like that movie. Oh, Accountant was super underrated for sure. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I thought it was a really solid action action thriller type film. But yeah, I think this looks really good. I think that uh, Ben Affleck kind of <laughs> he ne- he needs uh to, he needs to get back on the map. But twenty twenty might be the year he does it, which for reasons we'll get back into later. But yeah, I think this looks really good. I'm really sold on it. I'm surprised. Yeah, this looks like a really like Oscar-y type film. I'm surprised they're, re- not they're releasing it in March. Yeah, that's what I yeah you would assume. Yeah, but either way, I think this looks I think this looks great. I lo- I I love Ben Affleck. I uh, I'm, I've been cheering for him to come back. Although there is it's funny there is an actor in this. His name is Melvin Gregg. Uh, <laughs> he and then then not familiar to you, but I think he is only allowed to play basketball players now because. He was in. He's in the Netflix show American Vandal. He's in the second season where he plays a basketball player. He's in the Netflix. Okay. He's in the Netflix movie High Flying Bird where he plays a basketball player. And now he's in this where he's playing another basketball player. I'm just like, can you only can you only play basketball players now? That's oh that's the inclusion right. My character has to play basketball. Yeah, it's like I I have to or I can't do the film. Uh, but either way, uh, yeah, do. I think this look. I think this movie looks uh, great. Like I said, it comes out March 6, twenty twenty. So now we move on to our news segment, Notorious News. Uh, first of which, we have some box office news. Uh, Charlie's Angels came out last weekend, and it has bombed. And uh, Elizabeth Banks has kind of retroactively gone back and blamed men for it because she has a quote where she says, and I wanted to make sure I got this right just because I didn't want to misquote her or any of this because this is actually, this is actually like a really uh, semi-serious thing to say. Uh, Elizabeth Banks said, "If men, do- if this movie bombed, it reinforces the stereotype that men don't go see women do action movies." That's, but that's not true. That's the, yeah, that's the exact yeah. quote, and that's not true. But we'll get to yeah. that in a second. No. But as speaking as two guys who didn't see Charlie's Angels, mostly just because we didn't, I didn't, I didn't have the time. Did you? Uh, no, I was in a wedding. I didn't have the time for the weekend. I was dedicated to my buddies. So yeah. Yeah, but you know, look, just saying, just chalking that up. I mean, there. There are plenty of female-led action movies that that made money. Shit, the Charlie, the other Charlie's Angels films made money. Oh, Atomic Blonde did decent too. Yeah, that did that did decent. A, fe- a, fe- a female action. I mean, it, it opened more than Charlie's Angels did. No, that yeah, that that sure. it did. That it did. But like, it's not that people are against female. Not that we're against female-led action movies. We're 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 against like. I, I mean, I can't speak the quality of this film, but like. We're against mediocre to bad female-led action movies. Like we're against mediocre to bad male-led action movies. It's not like it's not like every male action movie makes money. No, no. Look at look at the uh, the Fallen series. Um, that one didn't. I mean, that wasn't like a crazy opening for one of the, for that the third Fallen film, was it? No, but we're also getting three more movies in that series, so maybe that's not that big Which a loss. One? Guilty pleasure, though. I, I I do like those films. I, I didn't um, I didn't see Angel. Did you see Angel? I did. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I really liked it. 
Um, Rambo, Rambo didn't make a lot of money. Yeah, that's true. That's a, that's a great example. Yeah. And, that's, and that's a character so who the, is... Throw that one in there. And yeah. that's a character who has been around for decades. And he and he's looking and he it, and, and he is action. So I mean, you can't sit there and say it's it's not that. Yeah, I, it, it's I not think, that kind of how you said. I think we are past the age of like just mediocre produced films. And like she, her look at her track record. You know, she had a hand in movie forty three, which was not good. Um, which other one did she do? Did she do a Pitch Perfect movie? Pitch Perfect two, which is which is also not good. It, which is also not good. So I mean, you know, your track record really doesn't lend you the trailers for you this know, also, the trailers for this also weren't very good. No, I mean, but they were they were a typical uh, you know, and I felt like they were trying to go for a male demographic. Um, just putting girls in skimpy clothes and trying to sell you know what I mean? That's just the vibe that I got out of it. Yeah, I I, um, I kinda got that vibe too. But to me it's like I don't know. It, it's I don't know. It's, it was a random pairing of three actresses, not taking anything away from them. They're all talented in their own right, but well, we're assuming it just was we, different. I, I haven't seen anything from, from the black girl. What's, I don't know what her name is. The British one. She was in, wasn't she in, uh, she was in something. I, I can't, hold on now. Now, I did see her in something. I just can't think of what. I'm not crazy. <laughs> I'm, not cra- I'm not crazy. Na- see, Naomi, see Scott. Naomi Scott. No, no, not Naomi Scott. The other one. Oh, wait, no, Naomi Scott's Jasmine. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Ella... Ella, Ella, Ella okay. Blinsko, which this is her first film, so I can't speak to her talent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, re- but regardless. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, yeah. So regardless. Uh, I think that also Charlie's Angels just isn't that – it's not that strong a property. It's not. Um, I, mean, I think there was you, more you, of a you fa- look at, following with the TV show. Yeah, there's more of a following with the TV show, which that was from the, TV yeah. from the 70s, probably the biggest following. You look at – the McGee film, the re- those made money because they had some bangable stars. You had Drew Barrymore, you had Cameron Diaz, you had Lucy Liu. You had some, you had some names. These were the, they were in their prime. Yeah, yeah, they were in their prime for those those yeah. types of films. Uh, yeah, Kristen uh, uh, Stewart has been able to rake as much as talented as an actress she is. And I, I will go on the record and say she is a great actress. She hasn't. Yeah. She hasn't. She's not a. She's not a draw. She hasn't really been a draw since Twilight. Yeah, she she has not been. She hasn't been able to carry a film franchise, and I mean, she kind of shared a light with Pattinson. Um, but yeah, I think Twilight was her her, her only, um, you know, claim to fame with that. Yeah, so, and, and they're not saying it for her. And you know, Naomi Scott. I know that there's a huge you know lemonade mouth following. I think maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get those lemonade mouth fans. <laughs> Got to get that Mel Mel's lemonade. Um, but I mean, she's having a surge just now with, you know, obviously playing princess Jasmine and, uh, you know, the new, the new Aladdin film. I don't know. I just, it's, it's just bad timing. It's bad timing, poor casting ideas. I think, I just think that, you know, we're, we're past that now. And just, and um, just, and just, uh, yeah. unremarkable marketing campaign all, all around. Yeah. They didn't even push it. I, I do like the song. Don't get me wrong. The, uh, Lana Del Rey and Miley Cyrus song. I do like that. Uh, I, I still guilty, heard. guilty, I, gu- guilty pleasure. Guilty I, pleasure. I still haven't heard it. Which, by the way, that's, that's another thing. The movie seemed more concerned with selling a soundtrack than it did the actual movie. So yeah, so th- that that right there is a recipe for disaster. Uh, but yeah, Charlie's Angels. I mean, sucks. I'll, I'll what, we'll we'll, we'll see you open, eventually. What did it open with? Eight, eight, nine. I, I want to say like fifteen. Let open it. That's. I mean, that's. It's more than I would have thought. I thought that would be single digits. Let, let, let me let me double let me double check this with the let me double check this on the shitty Box Office Mojo site right now because the the have you seen the rebranded Box Office Mojo right now? 
Yeah, I hate it. I don't like it at yeah, all. Yeah, it's terrible. Oh, okay. oh no, I was wrong. I, I, I gave it way too much credit. It did open at eight. That's what I thought. I knew, I knew it was something single-digit uh, number. Um, yeah, I mean, again, and kind of how you said, I mean, <laughs> word of mouth. I mean, they didn't really really push this film. I, I don't know if his Banks was unconfident with the film. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But speaking of uh, great opening weekends, Ford vs. Ferrari, $31 million. Which is great for a two-and-a-half-hour film because, you know, a lot of people don't like those long long types of films, but uh, it's getting great word of mouth. I really, really, yeah. really want to go see it. Oh, uh, man, I, I, I thought it was great. I really, really enjoyed Ford vs. Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, yeah, it's absolutely on there. I, I really want to go see it. Yeah, M- Mangold, Mangold, this is, a, this is a great follow-up to Logan. And I cannot wait Good. to see what Mangold does now. I think I think he's a great director, and this this really this really shows it. Matt Damon's great, Bale is great. Just, that's just my quick little two cents. Go see Ford vs Ferrari. Uh, next next news story we're talking about right now. Uh, speaking of, I mean, we had a movie that sunk at the box office. Let's talk about a movie that ascended at the box office. Uh, we have, uh, sorry, Joker. Joker joins the billion dollar club. Making it the very crazy. first R-rated film to do so, I think. Yeah, this, like you said, this, this is crazy. It uh, is because I mean, both both of us like Joker. I, yeah, I mean, I thought it was a good film. Yeah, I mean, I know I was like super over the moon for it. I didn't. I never thought this would cross a billion dollars. I never, and yeah, I never thought. I mean, we never thought Venom would be as successful as it was. So, I mean, that is true. There's there has been some surprises. Um, I enjoyed the film. I think a lot of that had to, you know what? And it's crazy. But then remember with um, the re- release of the Joker, they were like being ec- with extra security at theaters and stuff like that. Hype. Yeah. I don't know. if I don't know if that added to the public's curiosity. It might you know have. I mean, I think it might. I, th- I think you're onto something there, but yeah, I mean, cause to me, you kind of want to see what everybody's talking about. You want to be a part of that talk. No, I agree. A part of that, part of that gossip. So yeah, that wouldn't surprise me if that, that actually kind of helped them out. This movie, this movie also, I mean, look, they, they've been adamant that there's going to be no sequel to this film, but but a billion dollars. Oh, they're gonna, they're absolutely going to make a sequel. You're crazy to tell me that a movie that makes that type of money and will follow up damn near close to that, if not more, you're you're out of your mind thinking that's not going to get a sequel. I don't know, man. I'm not I'm not sure. I don't know. I, I, I really believe it. I mean, money talks. I mean, look at this. We're at the day and age now where you're taking properties and, re, you know, re putting them out every so often, like, like IE, like, like a black Christmas. You know, you've already seen that movie. They, they put it out like 10 years ago or 15 years ago. They're bringing it out again. Like they need original ideas. And I think, uh, this is, this is it. I think this is, this is a no brainer. Okay. I mean, well, I mean, we'll, we'll see if they actually end up getting that sequel, but yeah, I mean, this is, uh, it's, it's crazy to think that this has like, it's had this kind of lasting power and had this kind of big an impact because, I mean, you look at something like Logan, which I think is, which I do think is a much superior film. That that could I mean they made a bunch of money, but that couldn't crack a billion dollars. Which is crazy because I mean, yeah, the movie was uh, you know obviously chintzy uh, two Oscar nominations or even actually even three. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the curiosity is with this film. But congrats, but it, it, congrats it did, to the congrats to the joke, the creative team behind Joker. Congrats to the studio. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll see where we'll see where all this goes because DC. I mean, DC's making some get some interesting choices. I mean, they had Shazam, they had uh, Aquaman, made make a billion dollars. One Room and Two. I mean, that, that could join the club. Who knows? They're onto something here. 
They are there. They are on to something. Snyder cut. Cough, cough. <clears throat> oh boy. You know what? Yeah, forget the next one. Let's talk about that right now. Uh, <laughs> yep, because I I knew that was a good segue for it. Uh, yeah, well, that, I didn't even have that on the list because I'm just like we're not. Uh, yeah, we're not. We're not going to talk about it. But you know what? Why not? Uh, because there has been look. I'm not going to say there's been a resurgence in the whole ring release of Snyder cut because it never stopped. It has never stopped. People are still asking for the Snyder cut to get a full release, and uh, yesterday didn't help because. Uh, I think, Mom- first of all, Momoa had an interview about it saying, like, he's seen it and yeah. it's awesome. Although, Ian, I'm not sure if I can trust Jason Momoa, but we'll see about that. Uh, Jason yeah. Momoa talked about it, then Gal Gadot tweeted the hashtag. I think Ray Fisher tweeted did Ray too. Fisher tweeted the hashtag. Affleck retweeted the, ha- tweeted the hashtag, which that added a lot. And Zach and I re- retweeted all of it. And you know what? An interesting one that also did, Damon Lindelof, who had no involvement in the Justice League film, but his work with uh, WB on Watchmen. Uh, okay. So, but yeah, I think that, do you think that we can, do you think that this nightmare is finally going to end and we'll finally just see this movie released? Honestly, not, I'm a fan, you know, I'm a big giant fan of uh, Man of Steel and just DC in general, I am. Um, I just, I really hate how the whole entire DC universe really shifted after Justice League, and um, it's kind of a shame. You know, yeah, we had that whole tragic incident with you know Zack Snyder's daughter, unfortunately, and that really kind of like skewed the whole entire. You know, they put the ball in Joss Whedon's court, and I think I, I, I felt like Snyder lost a lot of what he wanted to put in the film. Um, so yeah, I'm really hoping that this is a release, the Snyder cut. I hope it happens because I'm kind of curious to see about it, just because I I want to see his vision for it. You know what I mean? Not somebody else. Not what the studios wanted to to play it safe. You know what I mean? I, I want to see his, and I'm hoping we get it. I really do. I even if it's like a two and a half hours, two hours and forty five minutes, whatever. I I'm totally on board. I just want it so I can stop hearing about it. Like I really. <laughs> it's do. powerful, dude. It's powerful. I am. I am so. I am so tired of all this relief the Snyder cut nonsense. Like, it's powerful. It's a powerful. Um, it's an absolute powerful. Uh, it's a movement. Know, herd of people that you have. It is. It really is. I mean, it, it doesn't have shit on the lemonade mouth movement, but we'll get to that later. Uh, but it's no. a movement. No, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. How many other bands can play at Madison Square Garden for one random? Oh, okay. We're not going to give it away, but yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll get to it. It happens. It, it happens. happens. It's all good. But regardless, uh, we have uh, you know Snyder Cut. Maybe, maybe it get released. Probably won't, but maybe it will. We'll see. And a man of steel too, please. Uh, don't count on it. Uh, next thing we're talking <laughs> about uh, Beverly Hills Cop Four, which has been stopping and starting production for the better part of like twenty years. Uh, yeah, may finally see the light of day. Well, actually, not, not finally. It, not may finally. It will finally see the light of day because it has now been picked up at Netflix, which seems to be the hotbed for a lot of yeah. projects. It makes sense, because I mean, his film Dolomite went and yeah i mean it, it is being a, like a popular you know obviously we've been reviewing more and more trailers and um now they're doing the thing with obviously the irishman's like the huge thing when when that comes to netflix yeah, um yeah netflix but, is getting getting good stuff man but also it also shows how how apparently good the work relationship between eddie and netflix is because he's got a new stand special coming for them like i said dolomite my name is doing is doing great yeah and it's a great film you should yeah. all go watch it I need to see it. I, I've wanted to see it again. There's just so much out there to consume. Yeah, for sure. But uh, Rose, do you do you think that uh, how do how do I word this? 
Do you think the world wants Beverly Hills Cop for it? If so, do you think that? And if so, do you think that Netflix is a good spot for it? I don't think they want it. And I think Netflix is a perfect place to put it, just because that's the thing. Well, these people aren't going to go out to the theaters to see it, but guess what? It's already there at their house, so they'll be like, "Oh, nothing else on." Uh, well, we'll watch Beverly Hills Four. You know what I mean? Because they followed that property for three films, so I think it's a safer bet for them. Yeah, I would agree. I think that like this, yeah. it's pretty much guaranteed it's going to be a hit. Just because, I mean, it's Ed, but it's Eddie Murphy, and, and you know we haven't seen him do things for so so long, and and we're we're missing that new, you know, new material and stuff like that. And I think even with Dolomite, and how you said that there's a stand-up special, and on top of that, throwing Beverly Hills Four, why not? I think it's a perfect time to oversaturate with uh, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, I mean, he's his career's on the rise, and I'm excited to see what he ends up doing with it. Like I said, love, love Dolomite. I'm excited for his new stand-up special. I. I like Beverly Hills Cop one and two. I, I have a soft topic two. Three is bad. And three is not. Three is not very good. All the and there's. I think there's a clear reason why. If you re, if you look up the story of Eddie Murphy and John Landis, it is it is fascinating and it is horrifying. Uh, okay. But yeah, I think that Netflix is a good spot for it. I'm curious who they're gonna get. Oh, to, yes. I'm curious who they're gonna get to direct it. Do you do you get Craig Brewer again? Have him. Make have him make a lot of Eddie Murphy's movies because I mean, he made Dolomite. He's directing uh, Coming to America too. I mean, you just have Craig Brewer finish it out. Yeah, I mean, why not? If that working relationship with Murphy and you don't want, you know what I mean? You want to get get the product out. Why not? Why not do it? Yeah, maybe, maybe it's not a bad pick. But either way, uh, yeah, we're finally getting Baby Who's Got Four, and we'll we'll see when it ends up on Netflix. And my guess would be, if I had to assume, uh, I would say probably. You know, late 2020, mid 2021, somewhere somewhere in that zone. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> um, next story we are talking about right now is Spike Lee. Is line- well, yeah, he has a next project for next year, but he's already lined up his project after that. Uh, he is directing uh, a street version, I'm oh, sorry, a hip hop version of Romeo and Juliet entitled uh, The uh, Tale, I'm sorry, Prince of Cats. Prince of Cats is the name. It's based on a graphic novel. And the logline is the film centers. It, the film is a retelling of Romeo and Juliet from the point of view of Tybalt, who was Juliet's cousin. Uh, the film centers on okay. Tybalt and his, and his Capulet brothers who navigate the People's Republic of Brooklyn, where underground where underground sword dueling, including katanas, with rival Montagues blossoms into a vibrant world that includes hip hop essentials such as DJs, MCing, and break dancing and graffiti. What sword fighting okay. has to do with all that? I have no idea. Uh, All right, <laughs> but okay. Well, I'll yeah. admit, when I first heard the premise, Spike Lee doing hip hop Romeo and Juliet, I'm like, okay, that could be kind of cool. Then I read this premise and <laughs> just like, huh? <laughs> so like Spielberg redoing West Side Story or what? It's crazy. Um, yeah, actually, kind of is. Uh, but you hear yeah. that? You hear, you hear that premise? Uh, does, does, that, does that intrigue you? I mean, it intrigues me because it's so off of what he's. I mean, what he does. You know what I mean? It's so different from what Spike Lee does. As a director, um, okay, sure. I mean, if, I think it's an interesting choice. I don't know why you would choose to do that, your own kind of telling of it, but okay, yeah. I mean, I, I just I don't see that as like a Spike Lee joint. You know what I mean? I don't see that as a Spike Lee type film. But hey, whatever. I mean, we'll hey, we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see what it can do. This sounds weird and crazy, and I kind of want to see it. Uh, so uh, next piece of news. Speaking of Ben Affleck, I, okay, I, I think I alluded earlier. Twenty twenty could be the year of Affleck because 
I mean, our, our, our last piece of news are all release date related, but this is this is huge because Ben Affleck, in addition to the way back, dated two more projects for the year 2020. He has Deep Water and uh, Ridley Scott's The Last Duel. Yeah. And uh, I think his he has another movie, Ghost Army, which might be releasing 2020. No, not not that not that one. I was, I was wrong. Uh, but yeah, okay. Right now, just those. Oh, sorry. The last thing he wanted, which is a movie directed by D. Reese, who did Mudbound for Netflix, it might be okay. releasing in 2020 as well. So, uh, yeah, Deep Water. That's a movie starring, co-starring him and Anna and Anna Van Anna Van Camp Anna De Armas, not Anna. Van, and who's Anna Van Camp? Uh, that that was a movie about a husband who allows his wife to have affairs in order for in order to avoid divorce. Uh, but he becomes a prime suspect when. Uh, her, you know, the people she's having an affair, having affairs will start disappearing. And also The Last Duel, which we talked about a few weeks earlier, but that's a story about The Last Section Duel in France, co-starring him and Matt Damon, who also co-wrote the screenplay together, the first time since Goodwill Hunting. Uh, but yeah, uh, so Deep Water is uh, set for a release date of November 13th, 2020, and Last Duel is set for a uh, limited release in December, uh, late December 2020. With a wide release of January 2021. So, either way, if if all this goes right, 20, uh, 2020 will be the year Affleck knocks it out of the park. Which I, you know, which I support because I, I love him as an actor. I think he brings a lot to the table. It's just unfortunate, you know, with the whole Justice League and whole Batman thing, we didn't get really get more that, we, you know, what I mean. We were teased at what we could have had. Um, but yeah, he's a great actor. I think, oh, like I said, you know, we said the way back and stuff like that. These are these are good films. I mean, these these look like really good films, and I think he's you know the caliber actor that he is. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I really am, especially screenwriting with Damon again. I think that's really exciting. Yeah, they, so the a lot last to look, duel. A lot to look forward to. The last duel is probably my, my most anticipated project he's doing next year because I think yeah. yeah, him and Damon writing again, Ridley Scott directing. I think it sounds like it could be awesome. Especially and and they've matured as as people, so like they've gotten older now. You know, they they won Goodwill Hunting when they were just like young coming into the into the game of Hollywood. You know what I mean? So it's going to be interesting to see how. Yeah, especially like with a seasoned, you know, director like Ridley Scott. This is going to be really fantastic. I'm kind of looking forward to it now. And, and like I said, this could be like the like Ben Affleck's anti 2003. Like, I can't remember 2003. He had, I think it was Geely, Daredevil and Paycheck all in the same year. He had a yeah. shit 2003. <laughs> I guilty pleasure though I do kind of like Daredevil I have a soft spot for yeah, it. So, and so, Paycheck so really wasn't. And Paycheck really wasn't that bad. Geely was awful. Yeah, Geely was fucking terrible. But I think yeah. that you know he hasn't really had like a big gigantic year like this in quite some time. No. You know the, if, no if, I think yeah he he's right now he is supposed to hit twenty twenty out of the park. And I really and I hope hear he somebody does. So I really do. Yes, me too. Because I, I like Affleck. I want him to succeed. Even though he's not, he's not going to be Batman anymore. <laughs> I want him to succeed. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, keep you on the lookout for 2020, the year of Ben Affleck. Uh, next piece of news. Again, the, the last piece are all release date stuff. Uh, King, the King's Man. Uh, you know, we ha- curr- had a release date of February 14th, 2020. Uh, has been pushed back. You're thinking, uh, okay. oh, what, two trailers in, heavy marketing campaign, pushed back, what, a month, two? Uh No. It got pushed back an astounding seven months. It is now set oh for a September 20th, 2020 release. I'm sorry, September oh 18th, boy. 2020. Uh, but, yeah, look, pushbacks happen all the time. I wouldn't have a problem with this. Oh, yeah. I would not have a problem with this 
if they weren't already two trailers deep. Yeah, that that doesn't that doesn't bode well of how they feel that this movie is going to be received. Uh, no, this this does not bode well. This does not bode well at all. But also, especially because the second one was awful. Yeah, they're also like really setting themselves up to not have the good financial return. Yeah, and they're trying to they're trying to do like air on the side of caution. I guess maybe I don't know. I mean, look, have they stuck with it and had they put it in? Had they actually put it in? Um. February when it was supposed to release. It was supposed to come out February fourteenth, opposite Sonic and Fantasy Islands, which now we're deprived of that. We have now we're stuck with one of those two options. I think what it, a weekend because like I I saw the trailer again before I saw Ford vs Ferrari. It looks it still looks really good. I was excited for that movie. I was really excited. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, to push it back seven months. I mean, you're not you're not doing yourselves any favors. No, and there's got to be something there that's really like you know raising eyebrows at like hey. There's, I, I don't think we need to. I think we need to push this back indefinitely for a little bit, just to, to do something. I don't know what. It, I don't know what. I, uh, but yeah, um, I'm, not, I'm not sure it's why. It's clearly not going to be ready for a February release. But crazy because yeah, like how you said, they've already had two trailers out. So and this not, not be to mention, ready to like rock at, and roll. at the AMC I go to, there's a. They already have like the giant Kingsman cutout already, like in the front. <laughs> you'll be. You'll, that'll be funny. You'll go back. It'll be gone. Uh, I, 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 do, I do want to go back. Or, or like they put post, they put like post-it notes over the yeah. release date. Yeah, <laughs> November. Like, I'm sorry, September. Probably like Mark, 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 hide that shit. You gotta hide that stuff. <laughs> put that away, Mark. Shit. Yeah, Mark. This stuff is not, dude. The movie's not coming out till September. Put it away. Uh, but regardless, yeah. I mean, I okay. Well, I raise a good question, like because we we've seen cases of undermarketing, cases of like you know, marketing campaigns too long, marketing campaigns too short. What? Yeah. How, how long do you think a movie should be marketed? I mean, it just depends. I mean, is is this a property that nobody knows about? It's a very good question. I'm, I I thought about this last night. Here's the rule yeah. I came up with: the more hype there is behind a film, and the more guaranteed a success the movie is, the longer yeah. you can the longer you can ma- you, the longer you can market it. Like look at yeah. like look at Force Awakens. They were marketed. Oh yeah. The first trailer for that movie came out over a year before the movie actually did. But it's an established franchise. I guess yeah. I, it goes back to me saying that. I guess it just depends on what you're dealing with. It's an it's yeah. an esta- it's an established franchise. That was the first Star Wars film we were getting in like ten years. There's a lot of hype. Yeah. Be- there's a lot of hype behind it. You could afford yeah. to build to build hype for that long. On the on the opposite side of the coin, you look at something like Godzilla: King of the Monsters. Yeah. Like, which they started, mar- which they started marketing that, oh, also started marketing that like a little under a year before it came out, and, but yeah. by, and by the time it came out, it just got like a really lukewarm response. I think because it was too too long, it was yeah. it was out there too long. Yeah, you 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 built hype too you built hype too quickly, and then it's kind of died out. I wonder what they're gonna do with uh, Kong and Godzilla. I I, he- I hear that might get pushed back. Don't quote me on that, but I hear I hear that might happen. Oh uh, God. Yeah, but that sucks. Uh, regardless, yeah. So, uh, I, I, King's been pushed back seven months. There's no, I, I do believe that this will greatly affect the box office because the people who are excited to see it, like me, who are excited to see it right now, are are kind of gonna die out in their excitement by the time September comes next year. But, uh, I mean, that's that's what that's what you get. Yeah, I mean, that's just the way it goes sometimes. Uh, next year, next, sorry, next piece of news you're talking about right now, uh, Black Adam. Has gotten a release date. 
uh, The Rock on his Instagram unveiled the, po- the first teaser poster, as well as the release date of. I'm trying to think. Oh yeah, December twenty first, twenty twenty one. So yeah, they're, they're they're still going through with this. <laughs> uh, so, but uh, that release date is an interesting one because it is a mere five days after the release of Avatar Two: The Way of Water. Not the actual confirmed subtitle, but that's what I'm calling it. Uh, so yeah, uh, Russell, do you think that I mean, you had two major blockbusters that time, Avatar and Black Adam? Do you think? Actually, I'm not saying. Let me let me rephrase this question. Do you think do you think Avatar two can complete black can compete with Black Adam? Do I think Avatar two is gonna what? Do you think Avatar two can compete with Black Adam? Uh, I mean, as much as we hate, I think it's again it's that curiosity factor, man. We're we're like ten years. It's gonna be over ten years plus now removed from the Avatar franchise. Um, I don't know. I still think you know Cameron has a lot of confidence, obviously, in this franchise to put out what how many movies you doing five or six five five yeah i mean like i don't know i think black adam's gonna be big just because it's the rock it's it's a it's a you know it's a comic you know comic book character property so i don't see anything you know he's gonna he's gonna bring in his his people you know what i mean for you know the people that love the rock type you know rock films and stuff like that and support him he's gonna bring in his own audience um avatar i don't know I mean, it's going to be. I mean, it's, it lines up for if, what? If, if there just, is, just, if there is actually a movie, I'm still not sure there's an actual movie. This might yeah. be one big elaborate hoax. <laughs> there actually is no Avatar two. But it makes for a hell of a month if that's if that's what if if that's on paper how it's going to go down. It's going to make for a good month at the box office. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, if anything, I mean, I know the box office and the, and the theaters are like, oh, well, we don't care because we're gonna. We're going to be making some buku bucks there, especially because it's you know it's the holiday season too. Because I you said what December, right? Yes. Okay, so yeah, you're you're getting that. You're also getting that uh, you know the, the holiday crowd in there too. So yeah, this is it could line up to be a really big de- December here. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? But either way, uh, yeah, <laughs> Black Adam, something they're going through with, which means well, I, not to think about. It means we might not see Shazam two until. Like 2022, 2023, which might be a little too long. I I think we should. Yeah, that 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 does. Yeah, I mean, that's the other thing with Shazam. Like, you're really waiting a a long time before bringing out another Shazam too. Yeah, which is that's that's weird, but regardless, (laughs) Um, uh, Shazam. Like we said, Black Adam, the prequel to Shazam two. I'm assuming set for a December. 2021 release, which reminds me, this means that DC now has four films coming out in 2021. That's crazy. Yeah, which means they're, they're, that's the year that uh, the Suicide Squad's coming out that year, the Batman's coming out that year, the Flash, which I'm not holding out hope for, is, is currently set for a release that year, and Black Adam. Uh Speaking of which, the MCU also has four films in 2021. They have Shang-Chi, Doctor Strange 2, Spider-Man 3, and Thor, uh, Love and Thunder. So, huh. should be should be an interesting uh, head-to-head there for that for the year. Okay, uh, hearing that lineup, which one are you more intrigued by? Uh, I like Doctor Strange, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, those two, pro- like Doctor Strange and Thor, uh, the other two properties I'm not really familiar with. Spider- uh, yeah, familiar with Spider-Man? 
Oh, no, never mind. Spider-Man. Well, who's the other? What was the first one? Sh- I, I didn't Shang-Chi. First one. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Yeah, I never. I couldn't tell you what that is. It's, it's just uh, a dude. It, it's a dude who's really good at kung fu. Okay. I mean, I, I obviously got to give it to Marvel. I think Marvel has the better card. Um, I'm kind of curious. And again, this is another post, you know, um, post Avengers Endgame. Like, this is the new slate of movies now. You know what I mean? This is the new, this is the new uh, dawn here. So I'm kind of curious to see how they're going to set the MC, the MCU moving forward, you know, with these, with these types of films. Um, but yeah, I got to give the edge to Marvel. Uh, not taking anything away from DC, but I think Mar- Marvel's already proven themselves time and time again. I, I, I think, think it's that's just, that's just a safe bet. I think overall, I'm more looking forward to Marvel's slate. But yeah, I think my most anticipated movie out of all of those, it's the, it's the Batman. I am looking most forward oh, to I, the oh, Batman. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Uh, and speaking of Marvel, they they announced. Are you thinking Marvel Cinematic Universe? I hope not, because they just announced five new release dates. So they oh, boy. they announced one release date in 2022 and four release dates in 2023, which means. As when we hit twenty twenty one, we will be getting four MCU movies a year. So the release date goes as follows. Uh, so uh, twenty twenty two, I mean, it was already announced. We were getting a movie in February eighteenth and January July twenty ninth. Uh, Black Panther two was also confirmed for a May fifth, twenty twenty two release date, and the, the new release date that was, that was announced is October seventh, twenty twenty two. So means I already know what I'm what I'm doing for my birthday that year. <laughs> thank, thank you, Kevin Feige. <laughs> and uh, they announced release dates in 2023, February 17th, May 5th, uh, July 28th, and November 3rd. So that seems to be the pattern. You get you get one within the first two months, first weekend of May, one in midsummer, or one in mid to late summer, and then one in the fall. Yeah, that's been a recipe for a while. Yeah, well, I mean, they're re- they're really implementing it now. So I'll, yeah. I also need to go back and look. Did you, Marvel has had the first weekend of May. Every year, except for two years, like it, I think it's it was 2009. They didn't have the first weekend of May. Yeah, that, that, 2000, that makes sense. 2009 and 2014, the only, huh. only year they didn't have the first weekend of May. I'm not counting the you know Avengers uh, Infinity War Endgame because they did have those weekends. They just chose to move off of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, Crazy. I mean, what what do you what do you think that those releases could be? Because we already know that. I mean, Ant, Ant- Man two, I I think Ant Man two, Ant Man three, not, not two. Ant Man three is going to take up one of those July spots, probably twenty twenty two. Yeah, that would make sense. Uh, I think you got to look at Captain Marvel to take one to take one of those spots. Do you uh, put a Guardians three? in Yeah, there? Guardians three. I'm, I'm. I mean, I have I have no basis to argue this on. I if I had to guess, I would say Guardians three is either going to take the October seventh or the May fifth, twenty twenty three release dates. I could see it taking May before October. You also got you also got to know Blade is going to be one of those dates because that's oh, yeah. I don't. That was one of the ones that's going to be announced. I think I think that'll be a, fe- a February release. I was going to say that's a no brainer. Blade's going to be like a pun- how Punisher was. It's going to be a February release. Yeah, but I mean, what, I mean, what else they? I mean, what else they got? I mean, you got to assume. I mean, Fantastic Four could be one, maybe. I mean, they haven't even made any. I don't know. That's, there's been rustling forever with that. I don't know. Yeah, there's there's so many other properties that they had that, that could fill these spots. I mean, Fantastic Four, maybe like a Midnight Suns movie. So many other things. But either way, uh, the MCU shows no signs of stopping. And <laughs> you know what's funny? Yeah. I remember there's a podcast that Kevin Feige did an interview on. They asked him, when was he going to stop doing Marvel movies? You know what his answer was? 
What's that? When they start making money? No, when, uh, when I get bored. <laughs> I'm like that. <laughs> I'm like that's some gangster shit. That is, man. I think I think my response would have been funny too. When they start, because I mean, they they do. They make money. They so make money. So that's why they're gonna mean, keep they're gonna keep putting them out. You had no. So, that's good though. They make money. You have no reason to stop. No, uh, I mean, it, why not? You you. Oh my god! Just think about his net his net worth. His net worth coming down to the stretch here with all these films. I'm very curious. But that is all for movie news. Usually this is where we segue into the review itself. But uh, this is uh, <laughs> this is a uh, I want to take time to the show to do this because uh, yeah, Disney Plus came out. It was huge. 10 million subscribers on the first day of launch, which is amazing. And uh, I wanted to, I want to take some little time to talk about this app. You know what we like, what we don't like. Yeah. Uh, things that are on things that should be on things that sh- things that uh and, you know just the thing that we think that they can improve on like i said there's always room for improvement so like we said we, we, i'm assuming right we both had this on launch day right yeah i did okay so uh yeah we both had this on launch day so we could talk about this so overall in first impressions of the app because we both have like ample time to get, to get you know get familiar with this thing but what do you think of the app so far the app is, I mean, it's very vast. There's a lot going on. Um, but, I mean, you look at I mean, how long we've had Disney for. So, I mean, there's a lot going on. There's obviously a lot of content. Um, some of the things I do like about it is I like, like, the, all the content that we have. But it, it's sometimes hard to navigate around. Like, you have to, like, go to the search bar to look for a lot of your stuff. At least I do. Um, but, I mean, that, that's just, like, a little, a little thing I have with it. Um, another thing that I noticed that I don't really like is how Netflix, I, I appreciate how like Netflix it has, and I don't know if this is maybe because we have like five or six profiles on our accounts, which is nice that you can, you're able to do that, another nice little feature. And um, they, they have a vast number of a- avatars you can use for your profile picture, so I have the Hulk, which I thought was cool. Right. Um, anyway, um, I like how when you're watching something, uh, Netflix says, you know, when you go back, oh, like continue watching, Disney doesn't have that when I get on. Yeah, there, there's no. I don't know. That's what, that's one of the biggest things they have. They have no, like, continue yeah. watching this. And if you go back, there's no like, mem. There's no like memory save type yeah. of thing. Like they, they don't like where they don't remember what you watched. So like you have to remember well, where if you're like binging a show, yeah. you have to remember where yeah. you stopped. And that's the thing. So I remember I was watching Disney's Doug. I was on episode five, I think, and I remembered it because I'm like, okay. And I, I click it, and it takes you right back where it was at. But it's like you have to remember it because if you don't, they're not going to remember it for you. That's the kind of thing that stinks about it. Um, but I haven't had a problem. Like even when I watched Lemonade Mouth um, and I, I, I finished it today, I was able to you know watch the last half hour today without a problem and just click on Lemonade Mouth. But, yeah, it does make for a little bit harder to do when you're binge-watching a show. They're all the same icons. You know what I mean? Um yeah, but I'm hoping that they're going to fix that. I'm hoping, um, and that'll be a really awesome feature. Because, and then that way, you know, you know what you, you know, you know what you're watching. Like, you know, right. oh, continue watching that. Yeah, that's right. Because sometimes you just watch an episode of something, you forget about it, and you don't even remember what you watched because there's so much, you know. Yeah, and I think uh, first of all, I think, I think the catalog, the initial catalog is great. You have, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah you have a great collection of movies, TV shows, old school cartoons. Yes. Uh, that's funny. I'm looking at the app right now because today is the birthday, the birthday of Mickey Mouse. Uh, they yeah, have I saw a they bunch have a of, special thing for that. They have a bunch of, like a selection of a bunch of the old Mickey cartoons, which is, which I think is great. Yeah. I, I think I hope they continue to do more stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I like the, I like the watch list function. If you have like on mobile devices, they 
They give you the option to download, which is something like Netflix started doing, but uh, unlike them, we can only download select titles here. You can download literally anything you want. I think. Yeah, that's always good. Yeah, I think that's great. Uh, if you go to the search bar, they have a bunch of collections uh, sorted out. Like they have a uh, Star the Skywalker Saga collection. They have the Darth Vader collection, the Muppets collection, Toy Story, Cars, uh, Spider Man. So many, so many great collections that, that you can go through if you just want to see. Like, hey, you know, well, let's see Disney in this decade or Disney at this time or what's this yeah. property doing? Uh, yeah, yeah, there's a lot, lot to consume. Yeah, a lot to consume. Uh, yeah, some things I've seen, some things I've been watching. Face and Ferb. I've been watching Kim Possible because I want to see how that how that held up, and it does. It holds up phenomenally yeah. well. Uh, um, yeah. I, I had a bunch of the old school uh, uh, Disney Channel shows. Like I watched some Chip, some Chip and Dale, uh, some Ducktales. Uh, yeah, yeah. I had a bunch of the old Disney Channel shows to my list, like Lizzie McGuire, That's a Raven, Boy Meets World, all that good stuff. Uh, I also been watching. Have you been watching any of the original content? I have not, you know, and this is the other thing. I, it's killing me because Mandalorian's already two episodes in. I haven't watched any of it yet. Um, you know, everybody's talking like great word of mouth about it. It's like tremendous, and oh, it's, it's something I really want to catch. So good. Um, and I just, I've been, I've been catching. Like, I, I feel like I've been more nostalgic watching this than like new content watching. Um, and I guess at my age, I think maybe that's normal. Maybe I guess. Right. Um, I don't know, but I've been watching just kind of play off what you, you said. Obviously, Disney's Doug was the first thing I watched on there. Um, we just watched an episode of the original DuckTales today, which I love. Nice. Still still great. Um, and I also found out they have the Adventures of the Gummy Bears, which is tremendous because I grew up watching that, too. And they I'm have the entire, the entire Disney afternoon is on is on this uh, on the service. Super excited about the, the Adventures of the Gummy Bears and DuckTales. This is, this is great stuff. Like I said, these are... Cartoons I grew up watching, and then Doug obviously when I was a little bit older, and Doug will always have a spot. Just because I was, I just I watched that so so much on Nickelodeon, and obviously when it got moved to Saturday mornings on ABC, um, Disney, you know Saturday mornings. But uh, yeah, so far though, like I said, the nostalgic factor, man, it's for somebody my age, you know that it's great because it has all that stuff and it has all the cartoons. I think Al and I just watched uh, Beauty and the Beast from '91, so we just watched that today. But uh, yeah, a lot, lot to choose from, man. Yeah, so there's there's a there's a whole lot going on in this app, but uh, like we said, there they this is just a launch. They don't have everything. Some things that there's some things that they're gonna get later, which we'll I'll get, I'll get to because they actually have dates for those. Uh, but we also have some things that uh, that are not on the app that I think should be. First of which, there was a cartoon. Uh, that, well, these are things that I would like to see in the app. First of which, there was a cartoon uh, that I had growing up. It's called House of Mouse. Which was basically okay. yeah, you were like, saying something about that. Yeah, so basically, it was a cartoon where you, 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 have you ever heard of this show? I I've heard of it before. You ever and, seen it? And then when you said it, I it, I know I've never seen it. So basically, what House of Mouse was, this was a club that Mickey Mouse owned. That okay. all the Disney characters would go to in their off time, like literally, like J- like Jafar would pop up, Aladdin was there, the Chernabog, Sleeping Beauty, every. Just about any and every Disney character was was at this club, just in the off time, just hanging out, having dinner, having a drink. <laughs> like it was. Did they do that? Did, did they do that villains thing on um, on Netflix? They did. Yes that that was that oh, was like their okay. one of their specials that they released. Okay. Yeah. The then I then I've obviously seen, so, so obviously since I mentioned that yeah I definitely saw the uh, the, the villains thing. So yeah, they were all, they would all hang out this club and they would like play some they was like play an assortment of sh- of cartoon shorts. 
which the shorts oh, okay. were always look really good. Like it was a mixture of like classic and new shorts, which I, which I liked. And I would like to see that on the service. Uh, something else, uh, American Dragon Jake Long is a, another cartoon from uh, from when I was younger that I would love to see on. Something that the something that I thought would be on that I'm shocked it wasn't is the Proud Family. Which okay. the weird thing about it is the movie is on there because they had a Disney Channel original movie, but yeah, there <laughs> the show is not on there, which sucks. That's because crazy. I re I did I rewatched some reruns because they were on uh, on demand one one day and yeah the the show still holds up it's still funny, I'm I'm assuming it's good it's it had they had to put it on at some point, and I hear rumor that they're yeah, gonna do some new episodes, so yeah so I'm assuming that'll be on that'll be on eventually so that's why I think it will. Uh, I would love something else. I'd love to see. I would love to see the Playhouse Disney stuff make it on there. So when I was younger, uh, Disney Junior was then Playhouse Disney. They used to have a bunch of a bunch of weird ass shows. Like there was one, like Bear, like Bear in the Big Blue House was on there. They like got PB, your PB and J Otters, your Roller Polioli's, your Stanleys. Like Stanley's the one I'm most heard about because how are kids going to learn about their animals if not for Stanley? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's who's gonna who's gonna teach these kids, Russell? Who's gonna teach these kids? Seriously, man. Uh, so yeah, I think that I think those are some emissions that I would love to see on there. Also, JoJo's Circus, which was my little sister's favorite show uh, when she was little, it's not on there. So and and it should be uh, something I also was not shocked. Like you have all the Disney afternoon stuff on there, except for one show, and that's Aladdin. Okay, Aladdin is the only I, I double check. Aladdin is the only Disney afternoon show to not be on this thing, which I think is odd because I know I know it has a following. Well, especially because of the release in the of, of the of the film of the of the live action film, which also is not on year. here. Yeah, well, because we because that well, yeah, that which is really crazy that that's not on there either. Yeah, so that that's not on there, which is odd. But didn't know those. Lion Lion King live action is not on there. Lion, which which I kind of I kind of expected. I feel like they're going to hold out on that for a little bit. Uh, also not on here. You have you well you do, what you do have you have some of the old Muppet movies. Only two. There's only two that aren't on there. I don't know why. Uh, it's I believe it's Muppets from Space is not on there, and okay. the one I, the one that I think is more important, but not that I love Muppets from Space, but it's not as nearly as good as my favorite Muppet movie, Muppets Take Manhattan, which I think is I think is really good. I'm not sure if it's wrapped up in other in other streaming deals or if there's like a rights yeah. issue with that one. But it's kind of weird that you have the Muppet movie and Grit Muppet Caper, but not Muppets Take Manhattan. I mean, I'm just excited that the uh, Muppets Christmas Carol's on there. Yes, that, 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 that's a great one also. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, also, uh, I would love to see something else I'd love to see come on are the old school, like, super violent, goofy cartoon. You remember, though, where, like, he's, like, learning to play football and there's, like, a million of him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those aren't on there, and I would love to see them. I'd love to see them come out because those are those are some great, those have some great cartoon slapstick. And uh, yeah. last thing I had that... that you know, have no immediate that that have no like debut date on site is uh, the Toy Story TV special I'm talking about uh, Toy Story of Terror okay. and Toy Story Toilet Time Forgot. Uh, just okay. because you know you have you have the Toy Story movies, you have the Toy Story shorts, but you don't have those specials on here, those TV specials which ran on ABC on. Yeah. Here. So I think that's a weird omission, but I feel like they'll be on there eventually. Um, I have a couple of missions that I was just randomly thinking of. Oh, yeah. Um, I had told you before because I was joking around about Rocket Man. Rocket Man's not on there. Yes, the, the Harlan the Williams, Williams yeah. Rocket Man is not well, on I, there. I'm 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 probably the only person that'll ever probably even like remember the movie. But yeah, it, it's it, it was a funny film when I was younger, and it's not on there. 
Also, um, if you're a fan of the Disney uh, Pixar shorts, uh, the one Lava is not on there. No, yeah, it is. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I saw it. I could have sworn I saw you... it. No, it's not on there because I saw ba- Bows on there. No, yeah, Lava, um, Lava's here. I, I'm, I'm really. Is pull- it really? I literally pulled it up right now. Lava's on here. Oh wow! I put in. La- I put. I spelled Lava. L A V A. And it was it did not show up, uh, so I, I was kind of like, oh okay, so maybe they don't have it. Okay, let me look real fast on my phone real quick. I can't believe that then. Yeah, because I, yeah, I was I trying to it. show I was trying to show Ella the short today, Hold on L A V A. Yeah, and I just didn't. I'll be damned. Yep, shot. there it is. There Never it mind. Is. Okay, now I feel like an idiot because um, earlier I tried putting it on and to search on the TV downstairs on the Roku, and it didn't show up. I'm like, oh okay, so maybe maybe it's not on there. Okay. Um, Another one, Angels in the Outfield. That that is not that is not on there. I did I did double check. Okay, which it should okay, be. Okay, Angels in the out, Outfield is another another good classic that I enjoyed a lot. Um, it was a good film. Um, and then did I see something? Did I read something about the original Mighty Ducks is not on there? Uh, and I I could have sworn I saw it. No, Mighty Mighty Ducks the here. Mighty Ducks one. here. Actually, no, no, it okay. is not. I, I'm, I was wrong. Okay. Uh, we have, okay. But the we first, do have a debut first... date for that. It'll come out. It'll be on okay. Disney Plus July first, twenty twenty. Is that because it's on Netflix? Is it on Netflix? Is it on Netflix? Uh, let me, now, let me double check Netflix now. That's obviously why we don't see uh, Solo and or um, Last Jedi. Um, Last Jedi, which is garbage anyway. Yeah, actually, Doing you a favor. actually, actually, none of the Mighty Ducks are on here. So Mighty Ducks, the first one, will be on July first, twenty twenty, and D two and D three will be on January first, twenty twenty one. Oh, and you and you also noticed that there is no national treasure on there yet. Yeah, that's because so, it's on uh, Netflix. Yeah, so I, I have dates for a bunch of things that are that are not on yet. So Tarzan is not on Disney Plus. That'll be on. Uh, that'll be on June twenty third, twenty twenty. National Treasure will be on April thirtieth, twenty twenty. The Dwayne Johnson film Race to Witch Mountain will be on uh, Jan- uh, July first, twenty twenty. Okay. I wrote down G-Force, which will be on March 15th, 2020, which I know it's like, why did you bring up G-Force? Because the reason I brought up G-Force is because, I mean, it is bad. But that movie... It's really bad. That movie is is the reason that my family is banned from the Red Box. I'm not joking. Like, Are you serious? Yeah, we rented that movie like way back in 2009 because I don't know why we wanted to see it. We returned it. Okay. But Red Box yeah. swears to this day... That we never gave it back, and so they will not allow us to rent movies anymore. You've been blacklisted from Redbox. Yeah, Box. Li- literally, we got blacklisted from the Redbox. <coughs> Double colors. <laughs> yeah, like, like, and, and funny. usually it's just, it's, just, it's just my mom's credit card because, like, which is funny because we've tried, like, she's she's changed cards and changed bank, but every time we try and go, she gets they they turn her down. It's like like her hilarious. they will not let her rent movies. It's 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 ridiculous. Could, could, couldn't she just like spend the money and just buy the movie? But, well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, which what we do? We we don't really rent movies from there anymore, anyway. So it doesn't matter. But it's a, but, but it's a principal chance. It's a principal. It's the principal. Uh, the Adam Absolutely. Sandler Adam Sandler's bedtime stories will be on uh, March fifth, twenty twenty. The movie we, re- we reviewed not too long ago, John Carter, will be on uh, May second, twenty twenty. A ring now. If you remember, like these, these are all type of Netflix because they signed an, a streaming deal uh, with Netflix way back in like 2012, and I think 2016 was the year when they really started like getting like the new releases on there. 
like your MCU's, yeah. your Disney's, your Pixar's. So a lot of those titles I mean, are up in there. Uh, if they really wanted to, they could totally like just pay to just take all their stuff off. I mean, by the by the ten million subscribers they had the first week of the service, I think they could pay it off. I mean, I'm not I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not sure Netflix would be, would be so eager to let those go, but. Uh, I mean, so, they know it's it's imminent anyway. Though, so I mean, it's 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 you're just holding on to the inevitable. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I get it. But, but still, uh, I mean, it's speak, not their property. Speaking, they, on, speaking on the recent titles, so uh, a Wrinkle in Time will be on uh, March 25th, 2020. Ralph breaks the internet will be on December 11th, 2020. Jeez. Uh, Christopher, Christopher Robin will be on September 5th, 2020. Nutcracker in the Four Realms will be on uh, November 28th, 2020. <laughs> And Mary Poppins, which as far as I see is their last holdout, will be on uh, January 9th, 2021. How about Incredibles 2? Yeah, let's see. Going to Pixar. So Coco is not on, but that will be on by the end of the month. It'll be on uh, November 29th, okay. 2019. And uh, Incredibles 2 will be on July 30th, 2020. That's crazy. That's still a long time for some of this. Yeah. Uh, last, Jedi, last Jedi will be on by Christmas this year, uh, December 26th this year. And uh, Dice will be on July 19th, 2020. <laughs> and speaking for the rest, the rest of the MCU, which most, which most of them is on here, at least the ones they own, uh, Thor Ragnarok is wrapped up in Netflix. That'll be on uh, December 5th, 2019. Black Panther, March, March 4th, 2020. Avengers Infinity War, June 5th, 2020. And Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, July 29th, 2020. Still, I mean, that's still pretty good, though. Yeah, and you know, people people are talking about like what happened to Spider Man. The Spider Man's Incredible Hulk. Well, they don't they don't own Spider Man. They don't own those movies. That that's all Sony. Which I'm not sure if it was an oversight to maybe try and negotiate. I'm sure they tried to negotiate some kind of streaming deal with Sony, oh, but I would doubt it. I guess yeah. it didn't go through. But I own those movies anyway, so it doesn't matter. And, yeah, so uh, do I. So haha. <laughs> and incre- incredible Incredible Hulk uh, is owned by Universal. So uh, good luck with that one. <laughs> I mean, I wish I I own that one too. So yeah, yeah maybe, maybe they'll get it one day. Who knows? But uh, yeah, that's it for Disney Plus. I think overall our impressions are overall the app is really great. I love the app. I do too. Uh, there's tons of stuff like how we said, um, and it's just nice to see like a blast from the past. Um, there, I just I I want to make one small mention because I remember hearing a lot about this. I just I th- figured it was newsworthy to talk about the Simpsons. Um, apparently oh, there's like I, a, I a, forgot. A, no, I, t- I totally forgot to mention that. So yeah, so there's yeah, a whole, there's a lot of a lot of guff about that. So there was a big outcry because they were they were uh, formatted for widescreen instead of because like yeah. they were they produced full screen, but they were formatted for widescreen, which people got really pissed at, Dis- at Disney because of that for reasons I don't know why. I mean, at, like when yeah, they when they started re- when they started rerunning when they started doing reruns on FXX, they they crop the episodes themselves. So I don't know yeah. why it's Disney. It's Disney's fault now, but for something that they already did. Yeah. Previous. So it, I didn't catch a lot of flag for that for no reason. But regardless, I mean, the outcry apparently worked because they'll be now be reformatted again to full screen. So I mean, whatever. I mean, I I watched an episode of The Simpsons. I mean, they're still funny. I mean, I don't, you don't really lose anything by not getting the four by three aspect ratio. So it's not really. What was the, what was the thing that I read? I read something about they did some kind of editing. Of like beer or something like that. No, okay. So so what it was was it was it has to do with the cropping. So there's okay. an episode where Homer is touring the Duff the Duff Brewery, and okay. there's uh, a joke where he takes him. This is where we keep our Duff, 
Duff like it's like Duff, Duff Ultra, and Duff Light. But the whole joke was they all come out of the same tube. Oh, okay. And everyone was like up and arms about that joke. I'm just like, it's it's really not that funny. And then uh, the one more thing to talk about: uh, why why did they um, why did they shut down the Michael Jackson episode? That they they announced they were going to do that like way like like months ago. Oh, was it because of the whole Finding Neverland? Yeah, yeah it, it was exactly. It was because it was exactly because of Finding Neverland. That's so stupid. Okay, I was just wondering, just a couple things I wanted. Which, which sucks because I love that. Up. I love that episode. I think it's hilarious. I looked it up on YouTube. I thought it was really funny. Yeah. When he's teaching, when he's because Homer's asking him how he does a dance. Yeah. How he moonwalks or whatever. Yeah, I liked that. I thought it was funny. But yeah, I was just again, it was just something that was on there to talk about. I remembered. I figured I'd bring that up to talk about. We also should talk about McClunky. Because uh, in George Lucas's last act of defiance in the original trilogy, uh, he's edit, he's George's gone back and added Han versus Greedo again. Uh, because, oh, I heard about this. Yeah, yes. because uh, now, I mean, that scene been edited so many times. First Han shot first, and then they shot at the same time. Then they then Greedo shot a little bit first, and then Han retaliated. But now. <laughs> Uh, the scene goes, it plays the same way, except before Han shoots Greedo, he says McClunky, which that, I, I'm like, I knew it sounded like sound familiar. That's the, it was like the last thing Saboba said to Anakin Skywalker in The Phantom Menace before the pod race. Uh, okay. It still has nothing to do with that scene. It's just a weird addition. Yeah, it was funny because they said that it, it gave it gave Han a reason to shoot Greedo or something like that. So uh, it's like so, so stupid. I haven't seen it within the context of the film, but yeah, it's just a... It's just a weird, it's just a weird addition. But look, it's, it is the last, it is the last change George Lucas will ever make to these prequels, unless he breaks into Lucasfilm and does it again, which he very well might. Who knows? But don't tempt him. Don't th- don't, don't tempt, tempt him. him. But I think overall, yeah, I love the app. I think it's a great catalog. Uh, it's probably my favorite streaming service right now, just because it's it, it feels like a service for fans. Like it feels like yeah, and it as opposed it, to Netflix, yeah, it's affordable. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's affordable. It's only seven bucks a month right now, and as opposed to Netflix, which has has so many titles that I just don't give a fuck about. This has the opposite problem. It has too many titles I love that I just don't know yeah. what to watch. Either way, I still don't know yeah. what to watch. It was funny because I literally was like dead set. All right, I want to watch Blank Check, and ended up not watching it because I just there was so much in my head that I wanted to watch. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but either way, it's a good yeah. problem to have. Either way, uh, yeah, those are problems. Oh, something else. Something else they do that I forgot to mention. Something I I really like that they do. They have a function with the, with the subtitles called on on only repeat. So what it does is, if you're watching a movie, if you're watching a movie and you like rewind it because like you didn't hear something and like or you didn't catch it, you can rewind it, and then it'll play the subtitles over only the part you rewound. And then it'll, and then it'll turn I like off again. That. I think I think that's I a like genius it. move. Yeah, because there's been a ton of times where I can tell you, like back and I, or like we'd watch something, like what, what did they just say? And I do this. I would do the same thing, like through my Blu-ray player, turn on closed captioning, blah blah blah, and do all that. That's cool. Yeah. So either way, uh, we uh, that that is it for Disney Plus. Overall, we both like the app. Uh, just put a continue watching or a remembrance function in there. And speaking of Disney Plus, dot dot dot. Yeah, uh, so, 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 kind of, again, it's time for us to talk about lemonade, Matt. 
yeah, so we uh we, we wanted to review some Disney Channel movies just because you know why why not? It's something we haven't we haven't done before, and Russell probably yeah. hasn't seen most of them like I have. But yeah, so we, I, we put I saw on, one of them. We put we put on a bunch of movies. And we still we still got outraged for it, which pretty much means <laughs> we got a bunch of comments saying, "How did you miss this?" Well, I mean, well, I guess we got, I guess we got to do this poll again and review I guess the classic Disney Channel movies. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, we had. Some, what, 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 what were some of the ones that they put in there? Like, like zombies or something like that. Zo- was zombies, I almost, zombies I should have put on. I, 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 will, I will take the responsibility for that. I should have taken Teen Beach Movie off and put zombies on. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we got like Smart House and Halloween Town, which, again, if we're doing a classic. Yeah. If we do a classic one, which I guarantee we will, we'll definitely put that one on next time. For sure. And uh, yeah, just so many of the older movies that we that we didn't have, but we'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll definitely explore this again because Disney Channel movies. I remember why they were so hypnotic when I was a kid because they're just they're just bizarre. They're really they, they really are, are. Yeah. But yeah, so we had the five. We had Teen Beach movie, High School Musical, Camp Rock, The Descendants, and our ultimate winner, Lemonade Mouth. Although it was a very it was a really close race between <laughs> Descendants and Lemonade Mouth. We, I mean, and, and then the other one too, High School Musical. They had eleven too. Yeah, it did. I so, think. Uh, tell, tell us we had a, we had a, we're gonna have to look at Descendants. We're gonna have to look at Descendants yeah. one day. Yeah, we had a, that was like one of the biggest participations I think we had in a poll. Uh, but either way, so yeah, uh, Lemonade Meth. Uh, I think. Well, first of all, we, I think we both had the same reaction to this film. What the hell did we watch? Yeah, I mean, again, this is 2011, so you got to factor in. Let's see, I literally did not see this. I didn't um, see. I think I didn't uh, see it either. Obviously, when it came out, I did not see it either. But this I was mean, around the point where I stopped to, watching these movies. I mean, I'd have been 28, so uh, still don't know if that would have. I probably the same reaction at 36. So. Like, like Camp Camp yeah. Rock was the Camp Rock was the real. That was like the jumping off point for me. So I, <laughs> honestly, yeah, I. I think I've seen three High School Musicals. I think that's the only ones I've seen on there. Yeah. So uh, either way, uh, so let's not waste any more time. Let's get let's get into Lemonade Mouth. Let's, so, let's open a can. Yeah. Let's uh, let's open a can. So uh, we open up at uh, a concert. We hear we hear like the narrations on poets, geniuses, revolutionaries, <laughs> and in my head I'm just like words that will never be used to describe Lemonade Mouth, and like like fucking clockwork. Like the next word is. These were all words you described lemonade mouth. I literally thought when I heard that, I let out a big ha. I was yeah, like, oh, it's sh- like sure. They're supposed to be the Beatles or something like that. It's it was super funny. Yeah, but uh, we see that they're ge- they're gearing up for a bit for a really big concert, and it's like it didn't it didn't always start out this way. This is like it's like oh, so it's behind the music. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> didn't always start out this way. It started off where well, really, where every where every <laughs> kid's coming of age from starts off. All the main characters sitting in detention. Uh, shades to the Breakfast Club. Yeah, I mean, at, at this point, you can clearly, you can so see this idea, like on some marketing, or in some like marketing executive board. Like, what if, what if the Breakfast Club had a rock band? And this is exactly the first first thing I thought. Detention, it's Breakfast Club. They everybody fits this like different stereotypes. Like it's. Yeah, it's Breakfast Club for sure. Yeah, so uh, we see all our main characters. Ste- we see it. We, this is where I mean our main character, our characters: Stella, Wen, Mo, Charlie, and our narrator Olivia. We we see that they're in detention, led by uh, Tina. <laughs> someone making back-to-back appearances on our show, Tisha Campbell Martin. I'm just gonna say, how many times can you say that on a notorious by chance? Yeah, which by the way, she has. I have. I have no idea what direction she was given in this movie. 
Like she's taking it overly, overly serious, but it's so bad. Like she, like it's not. Yeah, it's really bad. She is basically like the cartoonier version of Miss Darbish from High School Musical. Except, yeah. yeah, except somehow less. Yeah, somehow more cartoony, which even which is crazy to me. Uh, but yeah, she is. She's not good in this movie. Although I don't, but I I like Tisha Campbell Martin. I think she I think she's great. I think she's funny. But yeah, this movie she is just. What what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, she's. I mean, yeah, I've always liked her uh, house party movies. I always enjoyed House Party, um, Martin. Yeah, Little Shop of Horrors last week. L- Little Shop of Horrors, she's really good in. Yeah, this one it felt like anything that she did with her career. Like I don't know, this is just like over overly bad acting. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> we find out that she's she's also the music teacher of this school. Uh, and she, much like everything, she's been relegated to the basement because of, because the principal doesn't really care about anything other than sports ball. But uh, we once again sent back into the past, where we get sent back earlier to that day, to see how our main characters got into detention. We first we first meet Stella, who you know she's jamming on her guitar with her twin brothers, who I'm assuming have a different dad because we see him later, and there's no way that dude made those kids. No, there's no way. You could tell that this family is definitely like a blended family. There's no way that, yeah, there's no way that he that she is her daughter. Well, I mean, I mean she I, is I his mean, her daughter. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I mean, I, I buy Stella being their kid. I don't buy those twins. Oh no, no, for sure. I absolutely don't. Yeah, uh, we see that we see that Stella is all grumpy grump because uh, you know she she's transferring to a new school about a month into the new school year, and uh, yeah, she's not too keen about it. But I Which lo- is actually not that bad, though. Yeah, I mean, like it's a, it's a being month. transferred in a month, school's still new. Yeah, which it could be worse. I also, I also love her reaction. Like, oh, you, like, you would have thought, like, if you really cared, you would have thought to ask me before moving our family halfway across the country. Just like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Do we have to run everything by yeah. you before? Yeah, I didn't know you made the finan- yeah, financial I, decisions. I, I, for I didn't know. I, I didn't know you made the final calls. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, uh, I think it's the say. Stella is easily the most annoying character in this whole film. She, yeah, I, I think so. She's the very, yeah, she's very high strung. Like, remember how Jesse was always the least popular character on Saved by the Bell? Yeah, yeah, uh, it's the same thing here. It, it, it's it's very yeah. it's funny. I remember I remember looking at him like, wow, this is like this is like low it's like low rent Velma mixed with those sensibilities of Jesse from Saved by the Bell. And I realized why she reminded me of like a low budget Velma is because she actually played low budget Velma in the Sco- in the Scooby Doo movies on Cartoon Network. Oh, beautiful! Um, there's there's why. Which, by the way, this actress is the ch- is like the champion of shitty movies of shitty movies based on cartoons because she was in both. Uh, she was in both Scooby Doo Cartoon Network films. She was also in uh, the Gem and the Holograms movie, which we'll talk which, about which one day. Be- which is one of I think what Bibb's big fan. She, yeah, he is. Which I have no idea why, because that film is trash. Uh, but yeah, we'll have to look at that one day. But yeah, once again, Stella Stella's all grumpy grump. But then we cut. Then we cut to Wen dropping off what I originally thought was her was his sister. Uh, yeah. But it turns out to be uh, the dad's girlfriend. Yeah, which is like okay. That's, I thought the same thing too. I was like, oh, it's his sister. No, that's definitely his girlfriend. I'm like, wow, okay. I'm just like, wow, you, your dad must have a lot of money. <laughs> I was gonna say he's he's slinging that bank. He's making bank. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, we find out that uh, you know, he's uh, a little off put by the fact that he's that his dad's dating a community college student. 
Yes. Uh, but anyways, that's when we cut to to another guy, Charlie, who wants to bu- wants to be a drummer, but his parents keep forcing him to play soccer. Which he is awful because his brother played soccer. His brother apparently plays so- play soccer like what Stanford or something. I don't somewhere some some college, and then all I remember is remember they give him the uh, the soccer ball. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, then we, we, Mo comes from an Indian family. Uh, you know, she's trying to be a good Indian. Uh, Mel is also played by Naomi Scott, who it's crazy to think that she went from Disney Channel movies to having like billion Disney, dollar Disney movie, yeah, yeah, billion dollar Disney movies. Yeah, but isn't this funny though? Because as we see her character, it's like every typical Indian family. Yes, <laughs> like like seriously, I was because I, I was a callback to um, what was it? Blinded by the light. Blinded by the light. Stay I, away. I, stay I, away from the girls. Stay away. Stay away from the girls. <laughs> stay, stay away from the girls. Really bend it like back. Like all that stuff. Bend that it you've like seen, Beckham. Like, like one. Bend it like Beckham. One I thought was. I, I thought God's not dead. <laughs> yeah. 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 You could put God's not dead in there. Absolutely. Hashtag notorious by chance. But, but uh, bottom, bottom, bottom line, check. if you're if you're a Middle Eastern or Asian descent, you can't do shit in high school. <laughs> And on top of it, it's it's said that what she's not graduating for another two years, something like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so he's already like you know reinforcing that stereotypical you know like oh you have to study and must be super smart and plan for your college career now and all that. Yeah. So typical you know trope that you see in, in films. Uh, we also we we also meet our, our other character Olivia, who's your relatably quirky average girl who's average in every way, just like you. Yeah. Uh, we also see that Mo has a secret boyfriend. I think, crap, what's his name? I'm Mo's gonna, boyfriend. Oh, I'm just gonna call him Chad. I, I'm just gonna call him Chad. He looks like a Chad. Yeah, he's the, well, he's the dude from the other band, right? Yeah, yeah, the the other band, which we'll we'll get to in a sec. Oh, I can't can't wait to talk about that because I have a lot of I have a lot of stuff I wrote down on that. So do I. So uh, yeah, we also see that he, in addition in addition to exposing her shoulders, <laughs> I thought this was I thought this was a family <laughs> film. He also How she also has a, she also has a secret boyfriend who is who is in another who is in another band which yeah we'll get to later. As we see Stella going to meet her principal, Prince, <laughs> Principal Christopher McDonald, aka one Shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin <laughs> plays pretty much exactly the kind of role you would think Christopher McDonald would play in this movie. Yeah, uh, we see she's brought in because of her shirt. Because it says the words "question authority," which let's be honest, that there are worse things. The highest is this really a take it to the principal type of issue here? Like this is just for uh, obviously story, so they can they ring out a little bit, a couple more minutes of this. Um, yeah, you have people that I mean, I could see like like having like alcohol uh, like names on your shirt or something like that, or like you know if it said like swear words and obscenities, but not. I mean, it, not uh, quite. I mean, in my school, I, I I could see like twenty to thirty kids a day wearing worse shirts than this. Absolutely, like, and isn't isn't the whole idea is this supposed to be to challenge everybody, challenge yourself as as a, as a person, as a student, you know, as a faculty member? Like, so questioning authority. I mean, is it really? I, I don't know. Yeah, it's not like she's trying to cause like, riots in the is school. It, I is think it really go to the yeah. principal? type of issue but something I, yeah. something I noticed something I had to be ridiculous this scene there's a scene where Chris McDonald like, goes, goes in front of the camera and like to like another part of the room and then Stella looks right at the camera <laughs> I, I sent that picture to you I'm like oh my god she's looking right at the camera yeah and she's probably like what What do I what do you want me to do it's like, uh, like how do you want me to act it's like uh director 
I mean, I yeah. get, I get what you see what she's looking at in the very next shot because he has a whole like wall of security monitors. Yeah, which is, which is funny because she sees uh she sees Mo and her boyfriend uh, skipping school, and he straight yeah. up does the whole zoom and enhance thing. Yeah, like like this is like a high tech school. Like you'll see that in nobody's office. On on ever. the on the clearest security cameras I've ever seen in my life. Oh, absolutely, crystal clear. Crystal clear. I, I, I you you hear him do the whole like enhance enhance. Yes. Yeah, like he's like 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 he's Tom Cruise, a Minority Report, or something, or like any like CSI show. Yeah, seriously. But yeah, Mo gets caught into the principal's office, and she and you know rather than. Having her father told, she she's trying to skip school, and rather than telling her father, she just takes detention. Uh, but surprise, surprise, her boyfriend did not get detention. If what? That, if that ain't male privilege, like a motherfucker. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, we also see that when is in when is in class, uh, he realizes that his his dad's girlfriend uh, took his homework by mistake, and that causes him to call. Which, by the way, when she comes in, like someone does the wolf whistle, and the teacher, yes. and the teacher, and the mom, and like the stepmom just do like, they just react like, so nonchalantly to him, just like, okay, no, no. <laughs> but it's funny how bad he's trying to spell it, like putting that folder. You can clearly see there's like pictures in there. Your report's not in there, so like, why are you trying to like, like, like look at it frustratingly to like make it magically appear? Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, we're just looking like as soon as like the first yeah. one. I, I like, you only have to look once to realize there's no report in here. Whoops. Yeah, it's like uh, you clearly got the wrong folder. Let's just go ahead and move on from the situation. Yeah, so uh, he he accidentally, he accidentally calls the teacher stupid, uh, which that that's what causes him to get attention. We then cut to Charlie's soccer tryouts where he is. Actually, I'll take that back. We cut back to a performance where this is why I admire about Christopher Dahl because I really, I really do like him in this movie. This is a guy who yeah. made he made an entire career of playing this type of character. Yeah, I mean he know, he knows it too. I mean it's a Disney it's a Disney television movie. I mean he's not taking himself overly serious. He's having fun with it. And That's kind of like how his character was in Happy Gilmore. But I also just having lo- fun with it. I also love his commitment. Like his whole thing where he's on a Segway the entire movie. I, yeah. I, you have to think like how many hours did he spend on this Segway to nail down these moves? Like I said, he probably called Kevin James, Paul Blart. <laughs> get, 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 get some tips from him. <laughs> it's like give me some pointers on his Segway. But yeah, he's definitely handling it like a like a champ for sure. You could tell by the way. There's no way he just set foot on that and just was like, you know, maneuvering the Segway just like that. Yeah. So uh, Charlie gets gets uh, he gets attention for kind of you know raging out during his soccer tryouts, threw a ball threw a ball at a guy and it hit a coach. But by the way, you see the way this guy's playing, he should not be playing soccer. <laughs> no, it's like, he clearly should not be. Like you, you, like, dude, you you you're gonna get cut either way. So just cut. Just just like keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Yeah, you should have just like stayed out there and like tell your parents, "Hey, I'm not a good soccer player." Yeah, so uh, he th- he, th- he throws a ball at a player, it hits the it hits the coach, and it's like, "I think he did it on purpose." I'm just gonna take your word for it, kid. Detention. Uh, yeah, way to go, Stella. Stella gets attention for interrupting a school assembly for really no reason. <laughs> yeah, really, just just because. Yeah, just because. And Olivia gets Olivia gets attention for reading a book. Yeah, I, I yep. have no I have no idea how the school works either. <laughs> yeah but anyway. the things that schools want, want you to do you get penalized for yeah it's it's crazy yeah so all our main character gets sent to detention which is like way 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 underground in this place 
Yeah, it's like in a boiler room. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like it's like in a dungeon. Where it's ba- I guess it's basically where they <laughs> where they say is where all the club that the principal doesn't give a fuck about gets sent. Like there's yeah, the like AV, chess, AV chess club, club, the chess and... club, which is only one guy. Yeah. Which I mean, I I, I get defunding that club because why would you pay for a club that's only one person? Yeah, which is funny because they were like, "What? He's he, he's still waiting for somebody to play against or something." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, I, I'll give him that joke. Uh, but they go, they go to, they go toward the ten, detention. We see that there's a vend, there's like this ancient looking vending machine that only sells lemonade and like mason jars, which is completely crazy because it's like it's literally a clear can. Yeah, and yeah, and we also get this like strangely dramatic montage where it's like, and that was the moment, the moment where everything changed, the moment when all the stars aligned. When all of us realize drinking lemonade has probably been sitting there since the late seventies, might not be the best idea. <laughs> yeah, because that shit, like that it, shit, every, looks ancient. Yeah, I mean, plus it's in a basement; like nobody else is like drinking it but them. So yeah, it's <laughs> and, little, and it doesn't even, weird. And like it doesn't even look like they like it. <laughs> like all the reactions, no. like, oh god, what have we done? Well, you knew obviously, and then I was like, oh, wait for it, wait for the band formation name. Yeah, like you know they're gonna drink it and make like a face. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, yeah. Uh, the te- the teacher leaves the teacher leaves them to their own devices while she goes to I don't know do get with the principal or something. And you know we get that classic scene where a bunch of ran bunch of random sounds can cul- culminate into a song. You know, it's, you know, oh, you seen know. It in, like every music movie. Yeah, yeah, it's one of these films, like Drumline esque. <laughs> Very true. Or stomp the yard. Stomp no, yeah, the yard. stomp the yard is the better one. Drumline. Yeah. We saw yeah. that scene in Bohemian Rhapsody. We saw that scene in Bohemian Rhapsody. Minus the irony. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is where we get our first song. Turn up the music. Which, by the way, they go to all these things. Which, just, oh, thank God this bass is in tune. Thank God this guitar is ready to go. Thank God the piano still yeah, works. It's like, it's like we've played together before. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like we've practiced this so many times. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, the, the soundtrack for this movie, people are, I, I think, like your, your stepdaughter, isn't, isn't Tage big on the soundtrack? Tage is huge on it. She was actually the first comment. She said this was her jam back in the day, and it was funny because uh, she came downstairs last night when I was watching, and she's like, oh my god, you're watching Lemonade Mouth. I said, well, yeah, you guys all voted for it, so that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Like, But um, the music's absolutely, but you know what, like I even messaged you last night when I was watching it. Music is catchy, though. Yeah, it it is catchy. I don't remember the songs like offhand, but if you started playing it for me, be like, "Oh yeah, all right, I I, I can get into this." Uh, I like the Halloween song. I think that's her main song. The, the Halloween song is the main one, which we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get to. But the teacher, the teacher comes yeah. back, and as you would expect, it's the it's the classic scene. Which says, ah, uh, like yeah, uh, you're a you're a maverick, maverick, but it was damn fine playing. <laughs> you guys should have been doing that, but it was great music. But, yes. <laughs> but 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 way more like a cartoon where it's just like I love, I love the way she reads the lines. I love the way she says "rising star" because like she she reads it like Mark Wahlberg read all his lines in the happening. Where it's like she's she's exhaling as she as she's saying it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. When when they're mentioning about rising star. Yeah, so they just, they decide that uh, you know what we're just gonna let that pass because God forbid we actually God forbid we actually care about something, right? Right? Uh, okay. And you know, then we go home. We start to learn more about the personalized these kids. We learn that Wen apparently lives on a horse ranch. Yeah, random, I know. Uh, yeah, Wen lives on a horse ranch, and his dad's wife is apparently a horse girl, <laughs> which 
Yeah. I guess explains a whole lot. Charlie lives in the house that I think you would see in like every YouTuber house tour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Stella is is the daughter of I think like both her father. I think both their parents are like doctors or something, right? Something like that. Yeah, but both both her parents are like are like doc are doctors and I I remember this line because she has a line where like they're all eating dinner and she's just like yuck. How can you eat that? I'm like, shut the like. I literally cut my teeth. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, eat your food. Shut up. Like, eat, like, eat, eat, eat your veggie. Shut up. Or nothing beats that painful uh, interrogation that her dad does because she's wearing lipstick. No way. Wasn't that? No, oh, no, that was that was Naomi Scott. That was that wasn't Stella. That's them. So, yeah. oh, no, that was that was Mo, Stella? Stella. Yeah. Uh, never mind. We'll we'll save it for the next. Although one. the inter- the interrogation was before was before that, so yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, which I yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, but Stella decides to get the band back together by texting the group, even though we never saw them exchange numbers, and even like the look on but their they face. have it. The look on their face is just like, wait, how did you get this number? That's just like it, chapter two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Good. Yeah, it's exactly like it, dude. It's like, well, dude, it's like you haven't talked to these guys like. In forever, <laughs> and and their in their situation, they never talk. Hey, my hey, Mike Hanlon, we fought we fought a clown thirty years ago. How did you get this number, <laughs> dude? I had this is my sixth different number. <laughs> How did you find me? Yeah, I've been switching cell phone providers trying to find the best deal. This is like the third one, fourth one. Yeah, so they they decide they decide they want to do Rising Star, and they also got signed up for the Halloween dance. <laughs> Which you gotta love the rising star, the whole contest where the winning band gets a record deal and some airtime. Yeah, so basically, so basically like American Idol, movie. American Idol. Yeah, just like any music, any music movie. I mean, they kind of use the same type of trope. Yeah, we also find out that uh, Moe's boyfriend was also slated to play Halloween Bash, but since the new band is taking it, joining the race, uh, they now took half their time. What? Yeah, who, not, who has the who who would steal half the half who, the playing who time? Who would steal half their playing time? What? Yeah, I I mean, opening acts. Who do, who does that? I smell conflict. <laughs> Which I love the whole I love this whole reaction. Just like you, you can play back guitar on my band, but don't do this. I wouldn't want anything yeah, to come like, between dude, us. It's like, like that, dude, it's a Halloween party. But also the way he reacts is like, oh yeah, that's <laughs> no no red flags there. <laughs> I also love the way he says it, like, the best thing she could hope to accomplish is dating him. Yeah, I, I just think, yeah, that whole that whole entire relationship is just so funny, though. But we also hear his, uh, you know, his band's music, which uh, I'm so glad we got to hear Disney's version, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's exactly what I wrote down in my notes. I, I put, I said, feels like they're songs from RHCP. It, like, I exactly put that. I, yep, he's I, trying to be I, Anthony Kiedis. We're on, this, we're on the same page. We're absolutely on the same page. I'll even here. I'm I'm gonna take a picture and send it to you because this is hilarious. So you knew exactly where I was going with it too. This is this is hilarious. So anyway, we go, we go to the ne- we go to the next day. And it turns out the entire school is eh, they're not too happy that the band is taking half their time. That's hilarious. Uh, so yeah, they're not, they're not too happy. The band confronts them in front of their prep. I think it's like not not, prep, not propel, but I can't. It's like their. Their sponsor school drink, which by the way, they they literally stop and break to advertise in the middle of the movie. And how bad is it's like a generic, it's like a generic name too. There's like not a whole lot of thought into it. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't, yeah. I can't remember it, but uh, yeah. 
Yeah, so uh, they they continue going and like their the whole band they're about to, they're about to start a fight, and like they're harassing Olivia and when and when comes in he's just like hey I'll leave her alone like who's gonna make me and Charlie's in the background just like I am, and then he immediately backs down from that. He's like oh dude I'm sorry. He's like I'm, 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 I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Then he calls the other kid the Ed Sheeran looking guy. Oh so, yeah. Uh, he doesn't look this kind of Get his back. Yeah. yeah. It's like hey yo what help me out. Well, uh, I forgot to mention right before that just like most talking to Charlie just like what does it mean when a guy doesn't call you in a few days it's like, y- like you're a guy right he's like huh I mean you're a guy but you're like my friend <laughs> yeah it's like nice to get friends I right have there. I have yeah. not seen not since we saw the stand have I seen such an ugly friend zone in a movie that was a really bad friend zone it you're was. a guy right uh, obviously but you're like my friend it's like a video game friend zone it, which still is crazy that yeah, which is still crazy that she doesn't end up with this guy. Oh, no, well, like yeah. why do they even put that in there? It's so Turbo we'll Blast. Talk about Tur- it later. Turbo Blast was the name was the name of the drink. Oh my god, yeah, such a like an awful generic name. Yeah, but uh, so still, yeah, shit, shit keeps shit keeps going down. But Stella just takes a giant gulp of lemonade and just spits it at the lead singer of the other band because deep deep down we're all six years old, right? And on top of it, would it would it really stain the shirt that dark a yellow? Yeah, like it looked like it straight up looks like he got pissed on, like like R. Yeah, Kelly it, yeah. Golden Shower pissed on. Yeah, like it looks like pissed on. The, it looks like snow. Like yeah, pissed on the snow. It looks like it looks like radioactive lemonade, but like yeah, I'm like dude, yeah. There's no way that that would have stained that yellow. We get my favorite Christopher McDonald entrance in this movie, where like just the way he glides in on that Segway, just like hey, hey, hey what's going on? Like, okay. And he loves giving away these little tickets to detention. Yeah, so uh, that's and that's where they get their band name, Lemonade Mouth. Ooh. Oh, that's the name of the movie. Man, now I'm I'm tying it together now. Okay. Yeah, so Stella and Stella and Wen go. Uh, yeah, they start to hang out to write more songs. Once again, drinking lemonade because that's the only thing there is to drink in this world. You have to because they, they it's not called Watermouth. It's not called Watermelon. You have to. It's not. Co- I'm, very curious, have to. I'm very curious what their band name would have been called without that. <laughs> I don't know. We are Fruit, fruit Punch. Or like, or like what their band would have been called had there not been a lemonade machine right outside the door of the tension. Yeah, or Sugar Cola. Which, that, which, that's, which that's another thing. How ironic is it that the fact that one of the rules of the tension is you can't drink, yet there's a vending machine right outside the door? Yeah, which makes no sense, yeah. That's uh, so one of the ways they're they're writing a, they're writing a song they're having a little you know a little bit of a you know bonding moment right there when they're going they're going to attention to you know, kind of practice and stuff and they're going down and oh no Russell it's a big shock when it comes we find out that the lemonade machine is actually scheduled to be removed the timing oh my the timing. The time. By the, the way, had you ever seen someone put a sign on a, a vending machine saying scheduled for removal? Who does that? <laughs> they just wanted you to know that that, that this machine's not not gonna make it uh, for purposes of the film. Obviously, for purposes of the film, this, this machine is this machine is not gonna make it. Might as well put conversation piece on top of it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, they're going they're going to talk to the people because like they they're gonna take away the lemonade, man. Like yeah. Can't be doing that. Yeah, it's gonna be replaced by a turbo blast machine, which 
Doesn't sound nearly as cool because, like I said, that, that name is generic as shit. But my thing is, if okay, take the machine away, just buy it in bulk at like Walmart or something. Or there you have it. But like, but like, take away lemonade. Yeah, <laughs> who gives a shit? <laughs> it's lemonade. Yeah, lemonade all tastes the same. Uh, but yeah, and, and it gets it gets even worse later in the film. But first of all, we go to tell you that when uh, that the dad's girlfriend is planning on moving in, which again, not sitting well with when. And at that point, you realize. At that point, I realized, holy shit! Three out of five of these kids had the exact same backstory. They they hate their home life. Yeah, yeah, they're all, they have such a troubled home life. Okay, three out of five. Technically, four out of five had the same had the same. Okay, well, actually, not not Mo, but like, yeah, Charlie. Charlie, Stella, and Wen all have the same backstory. Yeah, it, it's true. But they're, you would think it's like the end of the world. It's really like they're, they're, not. They're so <laughs> sick of how gush darn wonderful their lives are. Yeah, seriously. I mean, like, and they have parents that are like involved in their life. Like, I mean, even you're either you're either you know also getting like your your dad's girlfriends taking notice. You know what I mean? And taking like interest in you and your and your you know what you're doing. So like, yeah. It's it's yeah. As soon as you said that, yeah, I, it's the parallel for all those characters. Uh, but speaking of which, yeah, we uh, again we then see that Mo is being escorted by the singer of the band to show to show her that her boyfriend is actually oh she's she's he's, he's cheating he's cheating shame yeah shame on he, you he he's yeah you talk about when they go upstairs to the gym to the weight room yeah yeah and, and he, all he's doing is talking to somebody it's not even like it's uh, yeah okay. Which by which by I'll the way, how dare you talk to somebody else? I have no idea. The, I have no idea the thought process behind it because it's not like she's like stumbled onto it by by herself. Like the lead singer of the other band went in and showed her. So, I mean, you're I mean you're messing with her, but you're also screwing over your lead guitarist, you dickhead. Yeah, but it looks so fixed that they wanted her to go up there and catch them at just at that time, so she'd get upset. But, but, so yeah, it, but also, yeah. but also, you date a guy with a haircut like that who rolls up his jacket sleeves. You, you kind of deserve everything you get. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So uh, yeah, they they break up and then we go to the, go to the Halloween bash where you know ner- nerves are high. Everyone, you know, everyone's a little bit on edge. We see that we see that uh, which one is it? Olivia. Olivia is having a bit of stage fright. But oh, she cracks her magic lemonade like Popeye with his Popeye with spinach. And she's all good to go. Oh yeah, and that's when we get. Well, she the, needs. She needs a little bit of that liquid courage. Liquid courage. Oh boy, <laughs> I, if, if if only. But that's yeah. when, but that's when we get to the actual like title song. I think it's like determinate or something like that. Determinate, yeah. Which it's actually really catchy. Yeah, I mean, we get maybe the widest rap verse since Chet Hay, since Chet Hayes, Tom Hanks' son, going in. But yeah. Oh yeah, I mean he he's definitely going for the. Uh, be rabbit eight mile type. You 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 thought Ed Sheeran was the worst ginger rapper? Oh no, you, you ain't got shit on one. Uh, Which, by the way, I, I love in an earlier scene uh, where uh, Mo was like freaking out because she she's training violin but can't and can't play. In her words, I can't play whatever this is. Okay, Mo, say it with me. Bass. But yet, but yet you can. She picks. <laughs> but, yet, but yeah, and yet you can because you did in like the first scene of the film. So you picked it up, and you, like, for an instrument you never had any experience with, did pretty good, like, better than somebody else who, like, me picking up a bass guitar and be like, what the heck do I do? Yeah, but anyway, so uh, then Stella goes on this long tirade saying how the man's going to take away the lemonade. <laughs> because, once again, yeah, who gives a fuck? 
There's machines. Yeah, in, I mean, machines in the basement. Yeah, I mean, she, you would. Yeah, boy. What does it? What does it you matter guys, if they're taking it away? Like, yeah, she goes in this whole tirade. It's just, it's it's a whole to do. But yeah, it's just it's really, it it just really doesn't feel. It feels like really like artificial conflict just because it's not like they're it's not like they're yeah. fighting for anything that's important. No, it's just it, but it's to get that common bond together because of, do it for the lemonade. You know what I mean? It's just like that that common thread that everyone's gonna fight for and be like, yeah, yay team, you know? Yeah, but. Uh, but Prince, but Principal Shooter McGavin says, "Oh, he ain't having none of that. Lemonade mouth is banned." His exact words were, "If I hear so much as a hum coming from the locker room showers, I'm like, okay, with all due respect, which is none, by the way, are you listening to us take showers? What's going on at the school? Say, should you should you even be near the showers? Yeah, should, should, you're should, an adult. Should you be near kids? <laughs> that's questionable. That's quite that's questionable activity, there, guy." Yeah, and okay, so and we also find out that but it worked because Lemonade Mouth is now a movement, Russell. It's a movement. And people are wanting autographs and there's signs in the schools. Yeah. They put they put a flag they put a flag on the handicapped kid. I'm not even kidding, they actually do Yeah. That. Uh which by the way, okay. The the whole this whole movie started this whole conflict of the film started because the principal the principal took away the funding for the music program because he said there's no money in it. Yet yeah. When they find out that Lemonade Mouth is taking up half the, the time of the other band, the entire school gets pissed at them, and they literally start this whole revolution. Just like, wait a minute, if this many people care about music, how is there no money behind this? Yeah, because everybody's interested in this thing. It should have a following. It should have people, you know, raising money or just you know have a bigger turnout for that stuff. Like, I'm it's pretty, crazy. I'm pretty sure you can find a way to make a buck off of this. They're, they're selling bootleg CDs, which is funny because that CD is literally it literally has to be just one song. Which I guess I guess yeah. Because he, he he goes, oh, I got your uh, got your song uh, from the from the Halloween party. Yeah, it's like, well, they only play like one. They only, song. They only play like one like one full song. This is like, a CD single, you know. I've been I've been, I've been selling them at ten bucks a pop. You really what it, what idiots bought those for ten bucks? Yeah, I'm gonna wait and pay a dollar twenty nine on iTunes when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so uh, since they're banned, they're banned, from the, they're banned from the school. Though, yeah, like we said the lemonade movement is for real, bro. So much so that there's a giant sign, which while <laughs> there's a giant sign, which while there's a whole scene where the principal is talking to Stella. Meanwhile, while all this is going on, there's a giant sign in the background that just one guy, for the life of him, just can't take down. With a giant squeegee, a window squeegee. <laughs> He's just like, oh, I tried lightly tucking at it. That didn't work. Let's try pushing it. No, that didn't work. Try pushing it. That didn't work. Just like, what? What it's is like, this it's movie? Literally, it's literally take it and like pull down hard on it, and the sign will rip. It's not like cemented on there. It's yeah. hanging on there. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be that hard to get this down. But they somehow get a residency. They somehow get a residency at this pizza place that they apparently all go to. It's like, oh yeah, we can get a job here. The principal can't tell us where we can. He can't. The principal tells us we can't play here. It's like I don't, it's like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe it was just a one-time thing. And then they go outside. And there's a giant sign above the place. Like, yeah, it's just like a giant like poster of the band. It's like it's meant to be. We're love, playing Don, Dante's Pizzeria. I love it. We really did make a difference. Did you? I'm pretty sure Lemonade Machine yeah. is still going away. Yeah, oh, yeah. I love the caption. Like, don't stop the revolution. Like, oh, go. Oh, give me a fucking break. Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I get, like, they're trying to. 
some of the, the ways they go about this in the film, though, man, it's like it's super corny, but it's that type of corniness that you expect in these types of films. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it's, it's earnest in that way. So I'll, I'll give it that. Yeah. So yeah, we then go see Olivia. She's you know she's a little down. They they go and they're naming they're naming clouds. They're just having a good time, and then we get like the most out of nowhere backstory I've seen in this film. <laughs> she's literally blown out. My dad's in jail. I literally had to. I literally because okay. So the first time I watched this film, uh, I was like, I wasn't really paying attention to the scene. I just remember like naming clouds and they're singing like, and then they're singing a really sad song. I'm just like, wait, how did we yeah. get? Wait, how did we get here? I rewind. I'm just like, what the what the hell? <laughs> it's just such an out of nowhere backstory. Yeah, it's super random. And yeah, how you said they were just having a good time, trying to name things on the cloud, and yeah. It also make it also makes her like she she's the only one in the movie that actually has real problems. Yeah. Yeah, because everybody else is. I mean, it's just like, oh yeah. So your your dad's not with your mom, but she's with he's with somebody that cares about you. But it's the end of the world. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, th- th- she's the only one that actually legit has has a gripe. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see all you. Yeah, let's see all you. Ain't got problems. You ain't, you ain't got shit. No, I mean, you're alive. You're breathing air. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> breathing air so hard. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so. Oh no, don't. <laughs> uh, so anyways, we then uh, cut. We then cut to the next scene where uh, Mo's walking out one day and guess just sets who happens to run who she runs into, Chad. Who, no, what are the odds? I'm, I I don't even know that. What if that's his actual name? I'm I'm, I'm double checking this because what if that's his actual name? He looks like a Chad Michael Murray type character though from like One Tree Hill. He does. Is that why you're saying that? No, he does. no, no. Because he just looks he just looks like his name could be Chad. Um, but anyway, she's just like, look, I'm look, I'm sorry, and look to the, to the film's credit. To the film's credit, they don't make this character like soup like they don't make him a bad guy. They kind of have him in like this moral gray area where he did some bad things, but he's slowly but surely he redeems himself throughout the film. Yeah, very. Oh man, yeah, this this movie, man. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like it's gonna take it's like it's gonna take a lot more than sorry to fix this. Uh, oh no, conflict. <laughs> what are we gonna do? <laughs> we need to make that sound bite. Oh no, conflict. It's con conflict. <laughs> a Disney a Disney film conflict. Conflict. <laughs> uh, but anyway, <laughs> it's like it's like dice. There you go. Uh, so yeah, uh, there. <laughs> We're, they're still leading up to the days in Rising Star. They get played on the radio one day. Uh, they, I think, get fired from their gig at the pizza place because one dude kept like fucking up their concert. Which I don't know why okay, that resulted in getting fired. Can I can I point something out to pizzeria fight scene real quick? Sure. Did, did you notice all those red solo cups were empty? Oh, <laughs> it's a cute from Kirk Cameron saving Christmas. <laughs> dude, go back. Dude, go back. Go back and watch it, okay? They're throwing cups. There's no liquid in any of these cups. Here, wait, let, let, let me see. The, okay, I, I got to pull it up right here. The fu- I got the fight pull it up, up real right fast. You, you have to. Okay, let me see. You, you'll appreciate my attention. Oh, my God, detail. you're right. All the, all the cups are empty. They're all empty. I'm like, are you serious? Like, dude, it's like, because I have to laugh because they always, like, remember concerts? They they, they take the, um, like, they'll give you a, a, a 20-ounce pop and then they'll pour it in the um and they'll pour it in a like a plastic cup just so they that so you can't fill it up and throw it yeah i think that's funny just because like here it is like you could literally chug you could fling you could fill it up with water and fling it but they're all empty 
Yeah, it, it, it really, really harkens back to Kirk Cameron saving Christmas. There's there no, co- there's no cocoa in that in cup, Kirk. Yep, there's, there's, there, there you have it. You're having imaginary fights with fictitious drinks and, and cups, and the, you're wasting all those red solo cups. What a waste. Toby, Toby, Key, Toby Key's in the corner crying. He is. Uh, but yeah, so we're leading up, we're now in the days leading up to Riding Star, and this is the point where literally everything starts to go wrong. And I mean everything. Yeah, like seriously, it's like the worst stretch of luck in human history. So, yeah, so first of all, Mo gets, like, allergies, and Charlie, being the genius that he is, decides this is the time to start confessing some feelings. He's just like, I like you. I like you, Mo. I've always wanted to say it. Mo just, Mo just like, I just want to be friends. Can we not do this right now? And then the best part about it, he's like, well, what about that song? That song, blah, 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 I'm never singing it again. Yeah, yeah, he decides to be like, oh, yeah? Well, <laughs> he's just like, yeah, well, your songs are stupid anyways. What kind of name is Mo? And if there's yeah. character, I'm out. Yeah, I don't need you. Yeah, and then he then he cuts to the next night, and like, and then he then Charlie like sm- he's getting his drumsticks, and somehow, <laughs> wait a minute, he's getting his drumsticks from like a toolbox, a from, tool a, kit. from a toolkit, and then <laughs> like, smashes and then smashes his fingers, like self mutilation. I'm just like, okay. How, how, when, how did this work? Because once you feel like, that your fingers are still, how pissed are you that you forget your fingers are still in a drawer before you close it? It's like, first off, bro, you, you, you know where your fingers are at. Okay. Number one, you know where your fingers are at. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And two, the- you slammed that shit in there deliberately. Yeah. It's like, you, you did this on purpose. Uh, yeah. When, when hang a photo gets a black eye. <laughs> Which, yeah, yeah, randomly. Which also is hilarious. How how, how heavy is how heavy is that frame? <laughs> it's like stainless steel. <laughs> how, what's this frame made of? Copper. <laughs> ah, fuck. <laughs> uh, and then this, you know, the, this was the metal they used for the Titanic. Yeah, the, <laughs> this is metal from the Titanic. And then you know, Olivia, <laughs> Olivia gets into a shouting match with the wine, and then she loses her voice. Um, what are, I mean, like, what are the odds of all this? Well, yeah, what, like, literally, this is this is like Murphy's Law incarnate. <laughs> it's like Final de- Final Destination. Literally, like everybody's serious. It's crazy. Yeah, but then we get Stella doing her protest because oh, they're about to take the lemonade machine away, and it's just like I'm not moving from this spot. So I'm just like, okay, and I, I love I love this dude right here because he's just like, look, man, we got other deliveries to make. Can't you just please move? Take it up with like, someone else. Seriously, I'm not moving. It's supposed to rain. Then, then we just get that random weather forecast. Hmm, I wonder if it's going to rain. Yeah, just like, I'm not moving until you put the machine back. And then just pick, <laughs> and then it's like, okay, you have it your way. They just pick her up and start taking her away. And then all of a sudden, it downpours. Yeah, and then, and then the cops show up. They get arrested. Have one kumbaya moment in jail. <laughs> and then everything's, everything's hunky-dory. It's like, hey, we, hey, wait, we're still a band, aren't we? Yeah, we're we're still a band. Every everything's peachy keen. Uh, Mo has a good moment with her parents, saying like, "I'm not going to be a good Indian girl." It's like, oh, that's okay. Uh, Charlie's brother shows up randomly, which we find out is like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, it's like, hey, you got to do you got to do what you want. Your parents are proud of you. Ah, I don't know, my grades aren't so good. We'll go, we'll go, <laughs> t- we'll go tell our parents together. It's like, it's like, bro, it's one semester. Get a get a tutor. You're fine. <laughs> 
You still, you still got your, you still got your, scholar, you still got your scholarship. You're fine. Seriously, he makes it sound like he was on like the Duke lacrosse team. Yeah, we also get like this this big heart to heart between Stella and her mom. Which did you did you feel this conflict? I didn't. Um, no, I didn't. Yeah, because I did like, feel they, it at all. They, like, because I get what she, I get what they're trying to do because they're trying to make it be like Stella. You feel like the Albana. She's supposed to feel like the Albana and her family feel like she's not being seen because like she's the only one family who's not like a super like a super genius. But I think if you're gonna do that, they don't they don't do it in a way where you would you would feel sympathy. You you would feel sympathy for her because like like I said, she just comes no. off as she just comes off as really annoying. No, it does because I mean you have a good you have a good. You have a good gig here. You have people that care about you. You know, you have other people like, you know, even the other girl who has her dad in jail or whatever. It's like you could have worse situations. I think you're making like literally mountain out of, you know, of a molehill. And it's she she does make the character super annoying. Which, okay, so we then cut to the next we then cut to the next day with the big rising star competition as, yeah, uh, a band who really should not be playing this. I don't know why they didn't drop out. Uh, yeah. yeah, because like when like when can't play the piano, Moe's like like coughing and like sneezing on stage. Olivia, other kid can't see to play the keyboard. Olivia still can't. She still can't sing. I love yeah. the other part where you're just like it's okay, you can do this. I'm like, uh, no, no, she can't. I'm pretty sure she doesn't have a voice. You need a voice to sing, therefore you Olivia can't do can't this. Sing. Yeah, it doesn't even matter because when they get to the big day, they all, they all just they all choke. They can, none of them can Hard. do it. Yes, none of them can do it, and they all just like go off and hang their heads in shame. Yes, but wait, oh, but something wait. has to happen to save the moment. Yeah, so uh, boy, uh, Mo's boyfriend Scott is his name. Scott. Uh, Mo's boyfriend quits quits his old bands to, to go and say to save her and the, her and the gang, and the uh, doesn't matter because the audience sings the song for them. What? Uh, <laughs> Crazy. Okay. This how craziness. Con- how convenient that the whole audience just knows the lyrics. That's what I was going to say. Even the parents, because the parents have spent zero time with them when they were rehearsing the band. Yeah. So. Do you notice <laughs> that the parents were singing along too? Yes, everyone. Like. <laughs> and can I? Can, can we do a call back to the radio? How many people actually have radios at their house? That's true. <laughs> I think about it. Because I was like, oh yeah, he's like, oh dude, turn on WK, you know, whatever. We're on the radio. I'm like, and they're always been the walking distance of the radio. <laughs> You had to be at your grandma's house. Notice that. Notice the age of that. Yeah. So yeah, I just thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. So the audience sings the song for them, and of course, like, of course, we didn't win. We didn't win the Rising Star competition. No shit. Like, <laughs> what you mean the what mean the audience singing your song for you didn't didn't give you the competition? I'm shocked. No. <laughs> yeah, it's a shocker. Uh, Mo and Scott reconciled. Uh, when and Olivia are kind of sort of dating now. I'm not. They never really establish it. I but mean, you kind of feel it, though. Yeah, you kind of feel it. They can, they can she's not great, but I think it's kind of where they're going. And Charlie realizes that being a musician is kryptonite for most girls under 25. Yeah. <laughs> we also see that Wen's, Wen's father and his girlfriend are getting married, and Stella just so happens to meet the guy in charge of Mel's Lemonade. His name is Mel. What are the odds? Also, what a co- what, what a coincidence! What a coincidence! And not only is Char- does Char- does Wen's dad know this guy. But she ends up sitting right next to him. 
and knew him enough to invite him to the wedding. Yeah, it's 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 a, a series of, of events, man. That it's really crazy. Yeah, you're just like, oh yeah, like I, I own an independent lemonade company. Stock is really going up. It's just like, how would you like to invest in something? And he and they somehow get him to invest in a brand new theater. I'm just like, how good is your company doing? Cause this is like, this is like Sydney Opera House quality of of, of stadium, of like auditorium. Yeah, and you you had one vending machine at one school. Yeah, and the, okay. yeah, that, yeah. That, that they took out. That they took yeah. out. Yeah, it's not even there now. So I mean, come on. Yeah. So uh, the so uh, they get the new they get the new auditorium, say the music program, and we find out that this whole narration is Olivia writing a letter to her dad in jail. But wait. What? But wait. <laughs> there's more. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I almost forgot to mention. Guess where we're playing next week? And it's Madison Square Garden. <laughs> Dude, there's not. <laughs> How oh, did, by the way, how did this happen? It's like, dude, you were you, you were on the radio for a second. You didn't win I mean, the contest. You don't. You're not a like. I mean, I, I don't. I'm not under. I mean, I, I know. Something. I know some time has passed, but how did like you? You suck so bad. The audience had to sing the song for you, and you landed this gig. Yeah, at MSG. Come on now. Not to not to mention the not to mention the concert is sold out. I mean, I know Ramstein sold out the Garden, but come on. Yeah, and Billy Joel sells it out like every time he's there, but it's Billy freaking Joel. It's Billy come Joel. On. <laughs> Le- yeah, Lem- come on. It's not. Lemonade Mouth, yeah. Billy Joel. Piano Man, Lemonade Mouth. Uh, yeah, piano so. Mouth. Yeah, Piano Man, yeah, Piano Mouth. <laughs> piano Mouth. He should, he should join the band. <laughs> there you have it. We're done. We, we all see that Scott has joined the band, graduating from Discount Bieber to Tidal Wave Haircut. As we see that, well, also they have no, they have no bass player anymore. So where's the bass line coming from, huh? Hmm. Where's the bass line coming from? Uh, yeah. So we get, we get our final, we get our final song, and that's where the movie ends. So, yeah. uh, Russell, as someone who's not very experienced with the realms of decoms, what did you think of Lemonade <laughs> Mouth? On honest to God, I mean, and I'll say it like it wasn't that bad. Wasn't. I mean, the songs were catchy. Um, I think I had more fun with it, just laughing at how like absurd it, it is. Like the whole, all these guys getting hurt, all these guys randomly showing up to detention, randomly deciding to play a band, all of them randomly play something different. Like it, it's it's crazy. Um, and like how you said, like we were talking about the overacting. Like I feel like the acting is just subpar. It's funny though. It, it was it was funny. The music I, I enjoy. The music's catchy. There's there's times I'm watching a movie like I'm I'm bobbing my head you know it's it's catchy it's catchy poppy music, and it sells to that audience, you know. Yeah, I mean I, I so, understand um, I understand how yeah. this got a following. I really do because it oh, is no so, absolutely I, I can see it. It is just so strange, so jumbled, and like I mean the acting is not great, especially from Tisha Campbell. But the the kids are fine enough. I like Christopher McDonald in the movie. But my thing is, when you're that age demographic, do you care about the storyline on it? I mean, do you really care? You want to see them sing the music. That's the main. Po- that's the main reason why you're watching it. You know what I mean? You want to hear the music. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, the, the, the music's catchy enough. Like I said, I don't. I don't remember the songs like offhand. But if you played one for me, I'd be like, oh yeah, that's Lemonade Mouth. I started like bobbing my head and stuff. But yeah, I, I once again stick to my our opening. What the hell did we watch? Yeah, seriously. I mean, overall, I echo what you said. I can see why this was like a, a big thing for the Disney Channel. But uh, overall, I mean, it, it was fun enough. We've we've watched way, 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 way worse. 
I wouldn't put this anywhere near what we've no. what we've sat through. Yeah, so. we, we definitely, we definitely mean, seen a lot worse. Yeah, I think Kirk Cameron's saving Christmas may still be the worst one. No, it was definitely still the worst. Yeah, they ran along there with Freddie, got fingered. Uh, no, um, cat, cat in the hat. Yeah, cat in yeah. the hat. Cat in the hat. Yeah. So I mean, this one's it's, you know better than that. I I I, I would watch this movie again. Yeah, for sure. Like for the music, I I, I would. Yeah, and I would, uh, and yeah, we definitely shows. We definitely need to look at some more Disney Channel movies on this show. Yeah, seriously, I, and yeah, I mean, it's like I was surprised at the, the the turnout for the votes, man. I'm like, geez, you figure three movies brought in almost thirty votes. We never get that. Like, I mean, and and that's that's great. I'm glad that people are getting involved in voting. I don't care even if they vote for more than one, as long as they're voting for something, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but it was fun. It's a fun, like I said, it's a fun film. I can see why it won. I can see why like Descendants has a huge following, so I can understand why that was up there in the votes. And High School Musical has always had a following. Obviously, it, it made three movies, or you know, the third one got a theatrical release. So obviously, there's a, there's a, enough you know push behind it to do that. So it makes sense. Yeah, so that's going to do it for us. Uh, Russell, you want to give our plug before we head out? Yeah, you can find us at Notorious by Chance on YouTube. We got to get back in on the the, the new releases thing. We're going to get caught back up on that eventually. We'll get back on track with that. Yeah, check us out there. Uh, check us out at Notorious by Chance on Facebook. We have a Facebook group. Join that group. Uh, we put polls up for you guys to vote on what we uh, review. Like I said, Lemonade Mouth was the one that won this week. We're looking forward to the content we have coming up for the back end of the year. Um, also. When you guys subscribe to the podcast, go ahead and give a, a five-star rating or whatever rating you think that we deserve and leave a comment on there about the podcast. It'll help people find our podcast throughout all the movie genre podcasts. So that, that'll help, too. Yeah, and you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Chance Wars underscore 91. Check out my YouTube t- – oh, yeah, right. Follow YouTube channel, Notorious by Chance, which we'll get back into. Like we said, Russell has <laughs> watched a ton of new releases recently, so – uh, well, you know, well, the, the three, to, the three this week killed, and then I saw those one. I saw a bunch, a handful of them. We just didn't have time to shoot, you know. So yeah, uh, you can also check out uh, me on the tripping sh- on the showdown. Uh, uh, join the Patreon for that. And if you're going to be in LA on December seventh, we are doing our big showdown spectacular event, which is going to be great. I can't wait for that. It's going to be a fun time. So that's going to do it for us here, and we will see you next week where we're, we are adding another one uh, anniversary series and doing. A movie from the year 1994. We'll see you then. A good old 25th anniversary. All right. Take care. We'll see you next time.